All right. Welcome back, friends, family, and just coworkers, others, colleagues. Welcome back to another Last American Pubcast. I am Tom from America Floats, and with me, as always, is Frank from Let's Be Frank. Hello, hello. PJ Williams from the Conspiracy Pilled Podcast. How's it going? Abby Libby is out tonight. She's taking private flying lessons, so filling in for her is KTZ. Katie, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Frank, take us over. Tell uh, the good people at home what they've won. Oh, yeah, fantastic. You guys have won some fantastic things. Let me tell you what. We have a great show lined up for you tonight, but not only tonight, also Tuesday night. We're hosting an election watch party. We're hoping that you guys are going to come and uh, hang out and and have a celebration with us as we track the election uh, from coast to coast. We'll be on air from 6.30 p.m. to... 2 a.m. the next day, at least. At least. (laughs) Uh, Having numerous guests, I believe even Katie Zed will be joining us at some point on that night as well, coming back and and joining us. So I'm hoping that you guys will come out and celebrate with us and as we continue to keep everything uh, informed and entertained and as we go on. But, you know, the biggest thing right now that we are seeing is the desperation from the left. So many different areas where we are currently seeing so many gaslighting attempts, so many narrative changes as they kind of try to, you know, uh, deflect from their epic failures they've had for the last couple of years in this country. It's been quite amazing. Even the latest story of Paul Pelosi apparently being attacked by a MAGA uh, supporter, which completely fell apart all week. And we'll talk a little bit about that. It, to a, a, a MAGA supporter trying to firebomb a, what was it, a donut shop that hosted a, trans- <laughs> a drag queen show and was uh, made sure they were right in the middle of the camera with their MAGA hat on. <clears throat> yeah, the, the prancing really <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> and it looked like a really heavy firebomb for how they had to shove it like a shot put. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about tonight. So we glad that you guys are here tonight joining us. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, you have that story pulled up right here, PJ. Which, oh, as, we talking about as the you're pulling that one? up, PJ, if you are watching this now live, make sure you like the stream, comment on the chat wherever you're watching, share a link on your favorite Gab, Getter, Truth Social, Twitter, you name it. Help us grow the stream while we're still young in the night. <clears throat> yeah, let me grab this real quick. This is how the country feels about uh, the current administration. Uh, Biden was over in Illinois here yesterday, today, Saturday. I keep thinking today's Sunday. I don't know why my days are so mixed up already. I think PJ or Tom it's all talking of us. about that today. We've all You're been just excited about week, yeah. election day coming up. I am. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, he he gets angry. He says, give me a break. What idiots. Joe Biden lashes out Trump supporters trolling him with anti-Biden signs in, of all places, Illinois. So check this out. Here we go. Uh, let me go ahead. Right there. That's what that's what set him off right there. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't that's, like the pig Latin, I guess. No, I guess not. <laughs> so here he is, uh, and he starts angrily yelling. I love those yelling. signs when I came in. Socialism. Just give me a break. What idiots. Socialism. Now, he's never looked more like um, the the dummy from Jeff Dunham. When you go back to that other clip, he's never when he's making that angry face. He's never looked more like the old man. I was going to say from that angle, I wanted to see if you could actually see Jeff Dunham with his hand up. Joe Biden's. (laughs) No, that's Xi Jinping with his hand. up. Oh, that's who it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm originally from Illinois. I hope those were some of my Republican family members that are still there uh, out there with those signs. I really hope so. 
with, with his with his late stage dementia, I'm surprised he wasn't just chanting along "Let's go, Brandon" with everybody else. <laughs> well, he I, was, I, he was commenting day. that they're idiots because it's not socialism; it's communism. Yeah. Oh, that's what it right. is. Yeah. <laughs> get it right, PJ. Yeah. So how do these that- people get? A, how do they get away with constantly pushing for every socialist ideal and 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 socialist medicine and then go well, socialism? Socialism. What are <laughs> you talking about? That. Socialism. <laughs> We just want to implement all of the policies of socialism. Well, you know, it's funny. They ask, about? they say, give me a break. It's like, well, yeah, they, they ask for to give me everything. Of course, they want a break, too. <laughs> <laughs> Socialists. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So it, it's as you can tell, it's going very well for Democrats right now in many states, including Pennsylvania, where uh, I think you called him Shrek. Uh, <laughs> did you call him Shrek the other day? He's the first <laughs> ogre to become a nominee for Senate. <laughs> and he may just pull it off with a big enough steal. If they can get enough fake ballots out of the swamp, Shrek may indeed become uh, Pennsylvania's first ogre senator. Well, speaking of ogre, here he is. This is uh, today in Pennsylvania. Apparently it's a windy day there. Or maybe God's just sending a sign. Keep your eyes on the American flags as Fetterman struggles to speak. <laughs> I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> he's running to be served is, is that what he said on, during yeah. his debate as uh as all the american flags disappear from behind him uh, there not a good sign a yeah good what sign. a bad look <laughs> if, if you extend the clip out a little bit you'll you'll see the hammer and sickle rising up behind him <laughs> they get the uh the effects from biden's uh, me- uh ultra maga speech that he made with the red background I thought you were going to tell me that they were actually pulled down and the the wind was blowing the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's how it's going for Democrats right now over on the campaign uh, stops, if you were wondering how that was looking. (laughs) Well, no, Fetterman's got worse things going on for him lately. Uh, At least not lately or or not recently, but things that have resurfaced. Did you want to watch that ad? Yeah, let's go ahead. Pull that up. All right, watch this. If you've not seen it at home, folks, then you ought to... Look at this from Kyle Martinson on Twitter. He says, what on earth? This is what he said. What on earth is this Fetterman ad? And then you'll see, I hope, uh, what this Fetterman ad is. Now, you'll know it's reminiscent of it's supposed to be um, reminiscent of the iconic Mean Joe Green commercial, a shot for shot remake of it. It's not going to be anything else other than an embarrassment for John Fetterman. That's my thought. Here you go. Mr. Fetterman. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah? You need any help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You're running for Senate? Sure. Where's your suit and your flag pin and your hair? Oh, hey, kid. I just want you to know I'd vote for you. Hey, thanks, kid. You want a drink? Nah, no. Really? You can have it. Okay. It's adrenochrome. (laughs) (laughs) See you around. Hey, kid! Catch! Thanks, Mayor John. Now, I want to highlight before we get to the very end of this, because there is more to it. 
so far, they've done a really great job of hiding that second uh, face that he has on the back of his neck. <laughs> well, that was my Professor first Quirrell. thought on this. Is well, I, would... I, I do have an alternate angle to that. Um, once you're done with this ad, I'm going to okay. show you the, uh, the well, I, outtake. I want to show you the end here that they included in this, because if you thought, okay, nothing's more appropriate than including a child as a, a an exploitative, uh, someone who you're going to exploit in your political campaign, then it's also not much less appropriate to tell them this. What's a jag-off? Um, I'll, I'll tell you when you're older. In what yeah. world would that be something that you'd want to promote as yourself, as the Senate candidate, sharing as a, as a conversation with a child? Well, that's par yeah. for Democrats uh, recently. <laughs> they want to lower well, the voting age, too, so that <clears throat> kid could vote for him. Yeah, if, very if, true. If he would have put on clown makeup and, and some fake titties, it would have been totally appropriate for the Democratic <laughs> Party, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to say this. Like, I, I, you, you don't see the second head on the back of his neck. And that was my first thought watching this. I'm like, how did they make that, that disappear? And how is he getting through full sentences? This is amazing. And then I realized, oh, this is a 2016 ad. Yeah, this he is hasn't John had a Fetterman. stroke yet. <laughs> this is John well, Fetterman at his best. At yeah, his this best. is when he's not even yelled at people to get out of his swamp yet. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the uh, this is the outtake of that ad. I'll go ahead and play it here for you guys. You need any help? They had to take that part out. (laughs) There's there's another that I gotta find from Stephen Voiceover. If we have a minute, I gotta find this because it's absolutely worth watching. His his cover on that one. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, poor kid. They had to clean all off after that in between takes, and they're like, man, (laughs) use that T-shirt to mop that up. (laughs) That's all. That's only thing he's good for, really. Here it is. Let me. uh, Oh, is my screen still up here in, in the thing? Maybe not. Where is it? Yeah, I see your yeah, it's down there. Here. It yep. yeah, there it is. Let's go. Oh, but it's just the wrong page. Nope. I don't know how to stream yard. Hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That's it's not the same say. as just grabbing it and pulling it onto the screen like it is in my other. Th- okay, here we go. Ready? This okay. is Steven voiceover. So granted, this is a doctored image. Hey, Mr. Fetterman. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. You need some help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You got a shotgun, right? Sure. You got it on you right now? Oh, hey, kid. You want a drink? Nah, no. You can have it if you promise not to shoot me. Okay. Thanks. See you around. Uh, well, speaking of brain dead politicians and politicians <laughs> that have no grip of where they are, this is uh, Joe Biden. This is his closing pitch for voters out there 
uh, whether or not trying to think, make a decision, we're going to vote Democrat, continue to have high gas prices, inflation. Oh, by the way, that's a great clip that we're going to cover tonight with Joy Reid talking about how inflation is a new word that Republicans have entered into the lexicon of normal people out there. Kid you not. <laughs> we'll get to that here in a bit. But let's go ahead and listen to the, uh, to the potato in chief here. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. So there you go. We're going to shut down all. Go shut down all the coal plants, and we're going to power <laughs> your electric cars with solar and wind. That's a oh, lot of hot air from Joe Biden. Farts too, yeah. <laughs> These people love the electric cars and they don't realize that these electric cars are not powered on renewable resources. They're powered on coal. So when yeah. you're driving an electric car, you're driving a coal powered car with just extra steps. Yeah. And you you're just can't, going steampunk with a lot of, you know, in between. You can't go right. on road trips. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, they're taking down all the monuments nationally. So you, what are you going to see if you take a road trip? Now did anyways? you guys, did you guys hear what Joe Biden said this week about how we need to increase oil uh, refinery production and things like that because of the diesel shortage? He's the one who shut them down. Doesn't it require diesel to truck your gas around? It well, does. without a, with, unless you have a pipeline. That was no, all I mean, no even pipeline. with the pipeline, like to get like to get your gasoline to your gas station on the corner, they have a diesel truck. Yes. So yes. if we're running out of diesel, it doesn't matter if you have gas, you won't be able to get it. Right. Well, you can't get anything. That's how I like everything. Like they say it only takes about three days of the trucks shutting down in this country for everything to go out. all your food, you know, milk, eggs, all that stuff that's perishable, everything on the grocery store shelf. It's all it's all gone in three days because trucks have to run every single day to restock. Most Wait, companies- if I'm doing my math correctly, then we shouldn't have even shut down for two weeks. We should have just shut down for three days, and then everyone would have been at the reset, reset point. We could have just said, okay, enough of this. Well, yeah, when we shut down, we had, uh, remember, the essential workers, because your job's not essential. You know, your, your, your paycheck, you're paying your mortgage, you're taking care of your kids. That's not essential. The truck driver's jobs were essential. And, it is and interesting in Alberta and in Canada at large. Like, they recoiled, and then the government took to a couple steps back when the truckers revolted, but it wasn't until <laughs> then. So I wonder like, you know, if, if that really is the the key to it, like stopping all logistics would be to stop their effort as well as ours. Maybe that's the right. I don't know. I mean, it would shut down the whole country. That's why when Canada was being effective, that's when it pissed off the, the government the most. And that's why our truck driving thing here around DC was a joke. Like a couple of truck drivers driving around circles in DC, like, they, they did it in the Brazil, like the in, in just in their last week after their elections, they shut down the highways as a as a means of protest, including with the police's help, by the way. Yeah. Very true. Crazy. Uh, speak, speaking of the inflation, you guys know that's a made up term, right? It's not real. I, I heard it on MSNBC from Joy Reid. That's how you know stuff. it. Yeah, that's how you know She's it's reliable. Very source. believable. Very yeah. believable. Very. Uh, yeah, very inflation reliable. is fake, but her hair is real. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that looks like a little bit of uh, appropriation, doesn't it? You that know looks how? like you last week, Frank. That, yeah. looks like, that looks like appropriating Aaron Carter, and that's super offensive right now, <laughs> that is yeah. especially yeah. today. That's really insensitive. Yeah, that's that, really. That insensitive. might be racist too. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> well, classic racism. Well, let's take a listen. <laughs> The people I ever heard hear use the word inflation are journalists um, and economists, right? So that is not part of the normal lexicon 
of the way people talk. So it's interesting that Republicans are doing something they don't normally do, right? Which is not use the, com the common tongue, right? Not use just common English to sort of use do on their campaigns mm. like they're doing with crime. But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Yeah. Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it, including on TV, including in newspapers. They've been taught this word and they, they sort of wrap this word around whatever it is that they really want to vote. The, the, you know, the reasons. That well, I remember talking about inflation back in 2008. I was going to say, yeah. I remember inflation being a real big thing when there was the housing crash. No, uh, this is a Mandela yeah. effect for you guys. You guys only remember the economy being blown up like a balloon gets blown up, not inflated. No. Inflation is a new term. She just learned that word and she thinks everyone just learned that word. That's She's what like, it is. She's no like, one's hey, ever used hear? this with me before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a brand new word. My God. Joy Reid is sick of people asking on Twitter what, what about inflation because she has to keep asking her producers. It's like when my kid learns cumulonimbus cloud for the first time. They're just trying to like casually slide that into conversation. <laughs> they got an eight year old like, oh yeah, yeah. see that cumulonimbus up there. I'm probably saying that word wrong. Yeah, it's a stratus. Know. So thank you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But every cloud is like whatever word that they just learned. Apparently, apparently, um, Inflation is, is uh, I'm sure the, the next argument is it's a racist term. So that's where, where Joy Reid's going to go with this. Okay, I think Katie's <laughs> it, exactly right. It's it, like it, she it, just learned this term. So now she's seeing it everywhere. Like when yeah, you get mm -hmm. a car, now all of a sudden you see a bunch of other people driving the same car you just got. Yeah. If you just learned about a thing, now you see it everywhere. Joy yeah, Reid just learned about inflation as a term. And so now she's complaining that she's seeing it everywhere. Yeah, there she you got go. the inflation word a day calendar. It's rooted into KKK <laughs> inflation is. I didn't know if you guys knew that or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Republicans teaching people words bad. I mean, th this is this literally is the Democratic platform, though, is to mm -hmm. say, hey, this is a word you're you're not supposed to know. It. You're not supposed to teach it. Let's make it so we can't even use this word in a proper sentence in proper English. Because then, if if the word doesn't exist, we have no way to describe the problem, and therefore the problem doesn't exist. It's the ostrich theory. Just stick your that's, head in the the, that's, yeah. the whole word retarded. That's why they did that because they didn't want you to be able to call their policies retarded. If you were if you ever if you were to look at some of the things that they are pushing for today and called it what it is, which is retarded, people would have to say, oh, wow, you're right. That is working backwards and slowing us down and is completely backwards and ineffective and wrong. But because you can't say certain things, you can't use insulting language. Now you can't call their policies what they are. You have to tiptoe around and say you just don't agree or you have a difference of opinion or your truth is different. Like, no, some people are just dumber than others. And we should, we could highlight that. Well, just think. Sorry, well, go ahead, Tom, Frank. Well, Tom, I just want to show you, you know, highlight one of the sec uh, pieces. That and I'm said. one of them, for the record. I'm one of the dumber ones. <laughs> Where she talked about how you Republicans don't speak the common tongue. We don't, you know, Republicans don't speak the, <clears throat> the normal language of uh, people. Is there like an Ebonics word for inflation that she yeah. wants to use? Democrats like John Fetterman speak just like the normal people. Let's take a listen to what a normal person sounds oh, like no. to Democrats. <laughs> Summer of 1986. I, uh, I think every, everyone that ever plays college uh, football in, in high school was, you know, at a kind of like a trade, a trade out kind of uh, wasn't wasn't there wasn't any interest to have me come play here, you know. That's what it sounds I mean, like common tongue. Well when you I speak was... with the, the, the vocabulary the Democrats want you to have, that's what you sound like. Yeah, I know I'm blonde, but I was really trying to understand him and I just couldn't. I couldn't I didn't, didn't understand, understand what he was talking football about. Football camp in nineteen eighty six? No. Yeah, obviously he was saying he was not looked at at any training camps because even though he played in high school, he was not that good. <laughs> 
you got way more of that an, sentence than I did. I'm glad we have an interpreter. Yeah, I speak retarded. I'm trying to tell you, I, I speak retarded. <laughs> so that's the common talk. That's what Democrats think you speak like when you're out there in public. That's how you talk. Football and, you know, the camp and... <laughs> If, if their best argument against Republicans, we have a larger vocabulary and therefore, because we have a larger vocabulary, we recognize the issues and the problems and then vote accordingly. I mean, I agree. Like, yeah. I, is that your is that your best de- defense there? Fake uh, black Aaron Carter? I don't know. Yeah, that's know. like you say, well, thanks for the pro. Now let's name a con. <laughs> Play clip of John Fetterman. This, right. yeah, this, is, this is the vo- vocabulary they want you to have Did in you- order to go into the voting booth. Did you guys see the headline? I think it was either the New York Times or the Washington Post, but it was one of the failing uh, leaders of the news where they said the election uh, for Fetterman is now more about the Senate. It's about ableism and that we can really have a teaching moment here for the country if we just without looking at why or who or what we just go ahead and elect the disabled man for the sake of having a disabled sender. That was actually their whole point because they know his policies suck. They actually said, just hold your nose and vote for him because why not have a novelty of someone who can't think in the don't Senate? You, don't you love that they use well, words? They, gotta replace, they have to replace Biden. I mean, that's a... I thought Feinstein was the one who they were replacing. <laughs> don't you love how they use words in a way where it's like, if we put it at this point in the sentence and put uh, scare quotes around it, we can make any word sound evil and bad. And then you read the word like, ooh, I don't want to be that thing. I don't want to be ableist. That sounds really bad to want people to be uh, qualified for a job that we might elect them for, you know, for people to actually meet certain qualifications physically and mentally for the things that they have to do uh, in the workplace. That, that that's, sounds bad. That's a for headline for the Babylon Bee, and it will be a headline in real life in five years of uh, Republicans evil for wanting qualified yeah. candidates. <laughs> and then him. the next five years, they'll actually say like the, the use of the word qualified is a is a you know, what are they going to say? A microaggression? Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you that's probably oh, already been claimed. It's already been claimed. They'll, they'll, they'll have the headline uh, that's ableist for the military to want people with legs. Yeah, imagine wanting somebody who can actually perform the job to get the job. Well, I mean, we see who we have. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, do you guys, and, go ahead. Do you guys, sorry, do you guys think that Fetterman is just a way to make Biden look better? <laughs> Maybe. You know what I mean? Like I someone who's so like egregiously bad at public speaking and so completely actually literally brain dead that people are looking at Biden going, oh, true international pressure. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> His this son is- died in Iraq and five other ways. <laughs> who cares? Died from oil cancer. Oil, yeah, oil wonder, cancer and ass I don't cancer know who and- Fetterman's parents are connected to, but I'd wonder who they have been working with or who his grandparents are and who they worked with. Because John Fetterman strikes me as the guy who has been groomed for politics in a position in power, even though he has no aspirations or know-how. Like, his family might know someone wealthy or to do, but they themselves are not powerful. Like you said, Joe Biden, his son, that this would make sense. But a Fetterman kind of comes out of nowhere, and you wonder why. I think that might be why, because there's more to the story that we don't know. He comes from really rich parents. Mm-hmm. That's kind of so I'm sure they're connected, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like so Peter is- Meyer here in my district, he doesn't just decide, hey, you know, with all my millions, instead of doing more outreach and doing more work in Africa, I'm going to come home and run for Congress for for no reason other than to do what? Impeach Trump and then help all the corporatists. That's it. The thing that bothers me about Fetterman the most is not that he's retarded. It's that he's trying to let criminals out of prison. 
uh, and because fair. he's retarded, like, <laughs> because because he's retarded, and he doesn't understand. Like, if you let felons back out on the street, it's not going to be a good time for your average voter. So he was, he was bragging about. People, yeah, he's, he he brags was, about it. He's bragging about letting murderers out specifically. Who, who went on and week. murdered again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this clip here. This well, is, he doesn't uh, like a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> This is from Washington. Uh, Joe Kent running for a uh, Congress seat out there against Good the for him. leftist uh, lunatic over here. And this is how they, the Democrat Party views having to answer questions from the public. This is a public uh, event where normal Joes are asking questions and wanting answers. And this is how they treat it from the Democrat perspective. Let's take who's, who's the guy on the left? Joe Kent. Is that Steven Crowder? No, yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I've heard, sorry, before you play this, I've heard that if you watch this clip without sound, it's just as great. So just watch <laughs> the guy's face. Take a listen. Do you support biological males competing in biological female sports? Um, I, I think that is the... It, is, it's it depends. When do they transition? What are their hormone levels? I mean, when you when you really look at um, athletes, have all different natural hormone levels. So there's the, it is a nuanced question. I and yet yes, it's not. You, you do support that? It, it depends on the scenario. We're faced with situations where it's either a yes or no. Either the, the biological male competes or the biological male does not compete with women. And so we have to make that decision. Yeah, I, I don't think you're understanding the nuance of these issues. Look at, the, look at the body language. She's literally squirming in her hot seat. She's actually sitting there going, how can I get up and move and shift and get out of this seat? I'm so uncomfortable. That what? looks like she is just she wants to die right there on stage if she could. What I love about this is I can't tell if the crowd is for or against the trans issue because they just want her to answer the question. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it might be both people it's in the both. crowd are cheering. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, we're, you know, we just want an answer either side. Like you're squirming and both sides are recognizing that she's just squirming and not answering the question. Her job is to, is to make policy as they pointed out. So it's not, well, it's, it's nuanced. So I, you know, I don't really have to, you're going to, your job is going to be to implement a policy, whether or not men can compete in women's sports. There's no nuance at that point. There's no nuance at that level that's your job your, your job isn't to, to to sit here and debate the minutiae and just give an answer well she said we need to look at it and i'm assuming they mean the genitalia <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you know, go. <laughs> i'm leaving you speechless tonight what's going on here guys i think she wanted to say no but she knew that that was not the correct answer that she's like a lot of give. girls in college yeah <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of the wrong answers, uh, you know, recently there was an article that was written up about COVID amnesty, uh, and that hit the airwaves and the media and these politicians and the medical community and uh, I'm sure maybe some of your friends on Facebook all now want COVID amnesty and forgiveness for being complete tyrants and a holes to you as you were given the same set of facts and were able to come to a reasonable conclusion versus what they wanted. And I had this video I wanted to play real quick. This is a different one that we is played. Is it Scott Adams? No. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is, this is great. Let's take a listen to this one, then we'll react to it and talk about it a little bit. Yeah, it turns out, yeah, it turns out that this was all a lie. Yep. 
I was really just kind of hoping we could put all this behind us and move on. Is that like, is that an apology? Because it doesn't really sound like one. I know that I called you a grandma killer, but I really just wanted what was best for you. I actually couldn't visit my grandma in the hospital or even attend her funeral, but my heart was in the right place. I also lost my business and my job. I had good intentions and my kids social, mental and physical development was also hurt. Listen, we just didn't know. I knew, lots of people knew, but you refused to listen. Instead, you called us names and wished death upon us. Let's just call a truce, okay? But according to your hat, you care about social justice. What does that have to do with anything? Why don't you care about justice here? I don't hear you demanding apologies or reparations because that would have to come from me and we just need to move on. So you don't believe in accountability for systemic injustices when you're the one guilty. Can't we just build back and move forward? And I wanna build back a system that allowed this to occur. Don't you want peace? I found this sign on the ground. Maybe you recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you notice how they use the word amnesty on purpose? They're not saying forgiveness. They're not saying we're, we apologize. They want amnesty. They want, they want to have no consequences for their actions without having to say we were wrong you were right. We're sorry. We had all the same data at the same time. And you guys somehow came to the right conclusion because you actually read the study in 2014 that said that masks don't work. And you actually paid attention to the facts. Meanwhile, it, there's kids a reason are dropping dead. Amnesty. Yeah. yeah and, and amnesty kind of suggests or insinuates that they've done nothing wrong and that they right. are innocent and that we are forgiving them, even though they're being persecuted in some way, we're giving them refuge mm -hmm. from some false persecution where in, in reality, any criticism they're getting they probably are doing more. I'm okay with amnesty if amnesty is a uh, synonym for tribunal. I'm, I'm yes. hearing that instead of amnesty, they want to they want to see hammers, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> Paul Pelosi calls for hammers quite often. <laughs> On a secret line, he got yeah, a, a number line. from he got from a number from a uh, gym where Adam Schiff actually goes as well. So you oh, I thought he got it from a truck. Uh, no, trucker he, he got the number stall. of a guy named Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Said call for a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Sh Peter Sh or Adam Schiff said that he knew a guy that swings good hammer, and he was like, "I don't need any." Oh, I see drywall. No, it's different. <laughs> yeah, zero amnesty, one hundred percent accountability, and I think that needs to be continued to focus uh, moving forward. We cannot allow this to be swept under the rug to where these people in the medical fields, institutions, people in the media, politicians, uh, and anybody else who pushed this type of stuff on the public should ever escape any kind of accountability. There needs to be accountability. The, the New York Times was uh, was um, suggesting that we continue to hunt down anyone who was related to the Nazi regime as late as 2017. They were still pushing that <sighs> in the United States, we still have people that are linked to the spoils of war for the Nazis and that we should be still trying to find. It was like a, it was an argument for reparations, essentially, but not from the black perspective, but from the Jewish one in the New York Times in 2017. I don't know why that they're all of a sudden now saying we don't need to ever look at anyone's past history from the last five or six months, let alone two years. But your tweets from 11 years ago still matter and reparations are still needed. But again, what we did a year ago, not important. I mean, they're completely, I guess, inconsistent. Is well, that that, this is this is one of the few cases where reparations would actually make sense because we're constantly talking about reparations for slavery, where no one who perpetrated it or was it, had it perpetrated on them is alive in America today. So there's no no immediate, you know, uh, 
reparation you can't you can't give reparations to somebody who's not alive yet we have people today who have their businesses lost had their jobs stolen from them were unable to go to their grandparents funerals all of these these terrible things that happened to them people had to uh you know felt like they were forced to take a jab that uh to keep their job and now people are dropping dead everywhere where's the reparations they they don't call for the justice when it's due for the people that could receive it still and then they will Mm. not call for or they do call for justice for people that maybe can't receive it or are not otherwise due to give it. Like I can't apologize for racism and slavery because I'm not a racist slave owner, but they would all the same want me to pay more in my taxes. If it meant that reparations could be passed on to black people who also were not slaves and have not been, you know, subjected to anything that I've said. So social carries a lot of weight in the term social justice because justice carries zero weight. There's no justice in social justice. They don't, they're not interested in actual justice. So social is put in front of that word to say not justice. That's like the whole thing of it. They wouldn't yeah, put that there if they were, it. yeah, they're qualifying it by making it the opposite. Katie, what was it like owning slaves? Tell us. Yes. Well, I would like to apologize for my racism. I'll pay reparations for it. Can I keep doing it? <laughs> it's, it's, like you get like it's like you get it's like it's like a netflix charge yeah <laughs> it's eight bucks a month eight yeah Elon already month. told you it's eight dollars a month yeah. to be racist yeah great cool, <laughs> cool story bro eight dollars <laughs> we'll use this all the time that's hilarious <laughs> just replying to someone with an eight dollars is going to be a meme real soon it, it already is it yeah. already is I, that's why i've been doing all day today replying to the <laughs> that'll be eight dollars <laughs> don't uh, like it eight dollars yeah speaking of black people speaking thank, of you. Man. thank you waffle salter thank salter. you for the super chat i was uh. getting a little thirsty <laughs> it's hard to have a true crime channel without being a little racist there's a lot of crime going on so <laughs> don't don't get into the demographics that's all i gotta say no, yeah no. you're not allowed to I talk about never. that <laughs> hey, well, so katie from your perspective on the whole like true crime look at it if you were going to look at the pelosi home invasion attack story mm-hmm. as a true crime story to cover on a pod if it were not a pelosi if it were just any other house and a story that you could have all the details on what would that look like to you it wouldn't be a story and the guy would be out on bail immediately because he's in san francisco well, I just okay. I guess I mean, do would you believe with the claims that they've made oh, in terms no, of no, the guy? No, 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 no. no, no, you're, no. You're, you were talking <laughs> no, about no, reality. No, no. Reality yeah, is yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy was invited in, obviously, and from what I understand, somebody had let the cops in as well. So it wasn't like Pelosi was being held hostage or anything, or the guy let the cops in. Nobody well, knows. The, the story has changed a few different times. I know NBC had a report which they've already pulled down because it didn't meet their journalistic standards. It means Democrat narrative uh, is that the, uh, that Paul Pelosi opened the door for the police and then decided to go back to the guy who was holding the hammer, or I guess Pelosi was holding the hammer too. Both of them were holding hammers. I have no idea. But they're refusing, the prosecutors are refusing to release any of the surveillance footage or the body cam footage that would actually put all of this to rest and put uh, to rest any of these uh, conspiracy theories. Well, right? apparently it wouldn't, oh, it wouldn't put it to rest. It would extend it. According to the Washington Post, release the video is mostly a way to extend the conspiracy theory. <laughs> and by extend, they mean find out the truth. Well, once this thing goes to trial, all of that should become public record. 
It should. It should. If it goes to trial, I was going to say. Although the body cam for the the DUI arrest has not become public record, so who knows what's going on? The guy has to. The guy wasn't released on bail because they got to make sure the cameras malfunction and Hillary Clinton takes it. Yeah. (laughs) The the story was supposedly that when the San Francisco Police Department was called, Paul Pelosi said, "Send the Capitol Police people who actually answer to Nancy and not the regular police." But it was still the regular police who showed up. So when he answered the door, he opened the door and then walked back into his house, into the foyer, continuing on towards the person they later claimed was the attacker. They said at the time, Paul was holding the hammer and he was not yet attacked. So you almost wonder if Paul and his buddy realized, hey, the normal cops are here. They're not going to cover for us in the normal way. You got to make it look like this was an attack. And so here's this hammer hit me with it when instead maybe that was part of a toy. Like I'm not saying they you know, in the yeah. last minute scramble yeah. to make it look like something it wasn't because it clearly wasn't done very well. And I have a question about that as well with a serious head injury, as they said, it is a, a skull fracture at his age. You don't come back from the hospital just a, a week later. Usually well, not. Katie, Katie Zed and I've actually covered a uh, ongoing true crime case about a guy who pretended to get shot in the head and it was entirely fake. Yeah, because he was a politician and he was able to pretend to be shot in the head and then went to the hospital. And then it turns out none of that was true at all. And the hospital covered for him as well as the police and everybody else. So I'm just saying the precedent exists. It could that kind of thing has happened in the last two years with the politician. The Paul Pelosi eating pudding there in the hospital just waiting was for it, to come by. Was it Gabby Gifford? <laughs> No, it was the Murdoch. No, I'm case. kidding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabby I think probably what happened is the guy was holding a hammer and Paul Pelosi just like ran into the hammer. Like he yeah. ran into my hammer. That's what happened. Or it was like it was dark and he thought it was something else shaped yeah. like that. Oh. <laughs> spicy, Tom. Spicy. <laughs> well, speaking of, um, you know, true crime and things like that, uh, mainstream media ran an article here recently. Uh, just recently, and this lady got like ratioed over on her Twitter account. This is Rachel Monroe, and she would like to tell you out there in the uh, in the normal people's area. I wrote about the chaotic world of amateur predator hunter stings on YouTube, which combine many of the internet's worst trends: stunts for clout, and vigilante justice, and groomer panic. Well, I will agree with one thing: it does uh, involve. Uh, combine many of the internet's worst things like pedophiles. <laughs> that does it, you know. Where's the outrage? Is instead of put on the on the actual assailant, like the pedophile, it's put on the person trying to capture the pedophile. The whole, yeah, it's they're, they're mad about the fear porn and not the child porn. <laughs> the, yeah, the entire exactly. headline, yeah, exactly. The whole headline is there for two words. The entire you know thing is there to, to disguise groomer panic and put that into your lexicon to put that in your mind groomer panic now we're gonna it's the satanic panic it's the red scare it's the groomer panic now it's those things that you know actually existed when the communists stole the nuclear codes and gave them to russia and when there was actually satanic killings going on and, and cattle mutilation was a big problem in the 80s satanic panic now it's the groomer panic we're gonna put that in your lexicon and now we can just write off anytime and anybody says anything about this groomer panic and let me tell you what I've I've watched a lot of these channels of the uh, uh, catch you know how to catch a predator type of channels where they go after and they're very thorough individuals who put together these uh, captures or these com- confrontations where they turn out to be and then they uh, give all the evidence over to the police to go ahead and follow up with all of the other things and they've led to many many arrests of these individuals and getting them off the street which is a good thing 
And now all of a sudden it's a bad thing because, of course, as many people might not know, the FBI has shut down that division to focus on catching Mimas who walked to the Capitol and not actually uh, hunting for predators online. Well, because if they did hunt for predators online, it'd be the Spider-Man meme. They'll be pointing at each other again. Exactly. In fact, they'd keep that, running into Hunter Biden's other laptops. <laughs> I like this from Ocean Breeze Salt. He says, there's a pedo in the White House. Pedos run most everything. The demon families that run the planet, all pedos or pedo friendly. And I think the second part is maybe the most important part to remember, because not all of these people are going to be the ones doing it, but are the ones who are covering for it, enabling it and profiting from doing the first yeah. two. This is exactly why uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is in jail for selling children to nobody. Yeah, to nobody. well, this it, it also makes me think of Chris Hansen. It's like Chris Hansen is part of the establishment, so he's allowed. They, you know, like he's he's got the targets that are allowed for him to, to go after. And then these these online people, these terrible clout chasing people that we're told to be afraid of, the part of the groomer panic, they're not as controlled by NBC or whoever Chris Hansen works for. So. We can't control who they're going after. Well, this is why there's such a clampdown on places like YouTube and, and other online speech, because we're, we don't answer to anybody. There's no handlers that handle Let's Be Frank or, right. or mm -hmm. PJ from War Type of Propaganda or Tom from uh, America Floats or even uh, Katie Zed, who does her crime show name. <laughs> Have I not told you about my handler? <laughs> Have you guys not met Tyrone? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you know, my handler the, is the, a Canadian fitness instructor, oddly <laughs> enough. Sorry, um, different story. <laughs> if you notice, Chris Hansen hasn't done that uh, series on Dateline for a very long time. And it's it's almost as if a few years back, they decided to shut it down and he's not allowed to talk about it anymore. Yeah, because no, he kept running into his old buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hunter showed up at one of them. He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> he's like, Hunter, Chris Hansen. They're like, oh, yeah, I know. We're, we we just hung out like two nights ago. We remember with all those kids. And he's like, oh, wait. Th that is I've what always happened. thought Chris Hansen's a little creepy and weird. That's why it got shut down. There was a there was a judge or somebody high up uh, local politically that Chris Hansen got into one of his traps who ended up committing suicide because he fell into one of these traps. And that's why the show got shut down. Well, don't so he so actually know. accomplished something really good with his work and yeah. shut it down right after yeah. that. Shut yeah. it down immediately. <laughs> don't, don't, don't it was too a, effective. Don't be a I, creep and go onto these uh, online things and and try to snag yourself a fourteen year old girl on the internet. It, you know, don't do that. that unfortunately, that's it's usually fourteen year old boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's how a lot of these uh, internet sleuths actually, in, you know, catch these guys. They catch mm -hmm. them on places like on Discord where they, they put a little profile picture of, you know, some girl or, uh, or anime picture and, mm -hmm. uh, and they, they, you know, bring them in and they let them, you know, they keep giving them rope and that person hangs himself by showing up to the place wherever they're going to meet. That's one of those things about the Epstein story that I feel like we know so little about, like as far as like uh, it being covered up and things about Glenn Maxwell and the black book not being known. The thing that's always stuck out to me is Netflix makes a documentary. Hulu makes a documentary. and They've obviously got their spin. It's very obvious if you watch it. But the one thing we're never told about is we're only told about the victims who are about 16 to 17 year old girls. Mm hmm. Do we really believe that all these people like that was their interest was just like nope. a year or two Dude. shy of being legal? <clears throat> you know, did you remember? Female? Dude, I mean, I should I should be asking, did you forget? That. It was like 18 months ago. The headline was judge in the Ghislaine Maxwell case rules some details too salacious for the public to review. And those are still withheld. And I'm guessing those details are 
ages, genders, and acts because mm, yeah. they're not all 16. I'm including the sure satanic temple they had very visible from the drones on the island. Right. And, yeah. and kids who were like wearing little um, tunics and little, you know, like diaper things of, of cloth running around getting water bowls on these weird videos that were found. Yeah. Um, and these little ritual things that you don't really know are, are they say at CERN again, oh, just, just pretend. But yeah, just pretend. how much of that's pretend? One of the things I noticed about the CERN Gothard tunnel thing was uh, Abby pointed this out. So I want to give her some credit for this. They say that there was just a, there was somewhere between six and seven hundred people involved in the in the ritual. Not a, not a specific number, just somewhere between six hundred and seven hundred. Maybe like two thirds of the way through. Maybe like two thirds of the way through. Potentially it was. Yeah, let's <laughs> go with that. But never quite coming to a round number. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff, and and things continue to. Well, we know we have. Uh, well, before we go into our next story, I just want to remind everybody: you guys can uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, that like button, that share button. If you have not done so already, you can follow us at our various different links uh, over here. Let me put it up on the uh, channel. Frank, you just read my mind. <clears throat> I did. There we go. Yeah, uh, you can like and subscribe to all of us, and so you follow the follow all of our links at solo.to slash Last American Podcast. You can find all of the hosts on here. And, of course, you can check out Katie Zed on her own channel. What is it called? Katie Zed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Katie no, Zed. Zed the, sh- the, sh- the crime show is called Overruled. I'm actually yeah. dropping that in the chat right now. For Thank people you to, so much. Yeah, the, the show, I, I do a show every other Sunday on YouTube called Overruled. And the off Sundays, I'm going to try to do a short show with just little tidbits of crime stories because the ones that the Overruled show, I do deep dives and it's a lot of research. So I... I can't do them as often as I'd like to. Yeah. And also you can follow us over on our official Twitter account for the last American Pubcast at last American Pubcast underscore USA Pubcast. So hopefully you guys will go follow us over there and tell a friend, tell a family member, share it over on some of the boomer places such as Facebook. And maybe we'll get some traction somewhere else over there. I want to point this out real quick, too, is we actually have our first meme of the night from uh, waffle Salter. We actually posted this before we went live, but, uh, we got uh, getting ready for the midterms, and it's people raising uh, Nancy's eyebrows up there. On <laughs> uh, we also have one more. Uh, uh, somebody, sh- <laughs> where where is it? Um, I just saw it. Uh, here it is. <clears throat> this is from uh, Real Truth Cactus. She just shared this no. one here. Uh, let me add it there. <laughs> what service? Look at that. Yeah, I know. She's got a, she's got a handler over there, and his name is Mister Zed. <laughs> got a, um, she got an in person super chat and we, two beers. Yes, so we have nice. to drink. Yeah, so this one's from uh, Real Truth Cactus. She'll be with us on uh, on Tuesday as well. She says corporate needs to find the differences between the, uh, this picture and this picture. They're, They're the same, same pictures. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the difference, like Tom pointed out, is actually cropped off. It's that one of them has Jeff Dunham with his hand up the, and then the other one has Xi Jinping. So <laughs> that's the difference. Walter, that's his name. I was trying to think of what his name was. Walter. Yeah. Walter. Yeah. yeah. Not the cool Walter, like Walter White. <laughs> oh, Frank yeah. That meth, yeah. that meth maker. Haha, ha, he was <laughs> so cool. Hey, if Frank. he was a real person, Kim Kardashian would have got him out of prison by now. So for real, jeez, oh, yeah. <laughs> so this was from Sanzoon. I just wanted to remind everybody: if two grown men are found in their underwear fighting over a hammer at two a.m., they're one hundred percent gay. <laughs> <laughs> the art of gay. You see that Sanzoon? The art of gay. Sanzoon. Yeah. The art of gay. <laughs> just yeah. Like when that. two men unsheath their swords, no one is victorious. <laughs> 
takes on a different connotation for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, let me grab this one here. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Democrats. So this is a uh, this happened over on MSNBC earlier today. Oh, how great of a clip was that, Frank? How 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 fulfilling was this to see someone actually call them out? And it was on this network of all of all places. I know it was great. So let's take a listen. But I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. But I'm going to interrupt you then. (laughs) That's a legitimate worry for anyone. It is. Yeah. Can which ones which ones eyebrows are gonna reach the moon first? Hers or Nancy Pelosi's? <laughs> it's gonna be a tight race. Yeah. We're off law drink. I like salt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh sorry, go ahead, Frank. No, I would say what is it with these women Democrat may uh governors? And their eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> no idea it's a thing i mean Lori lightfoot she doesn't have that great a hair either i wonder if it's something about being evil just makes your looks go i mean they <laughs> all have the cruella Deville eyebrows so maybe but like you look at all the, the past presidents where it's like before office and after <laughs> then they go look at how stressful a job it is to be catered to and pampered on every day and now it's like <laughs> the, the one person who doesn't look weathered is Donald Trump <laughs> and then you look at all these other people and you kind of wonder like maybe it's not that they're so stressed out but it's that being so evil and watching your back all the time stresses a person out yeah could be yeah well speaking of women governors and uh, women governors who are running for governor I got this video here and Whitmer? I've watched it no I've watched oh, it now you guys got to watch it with me oh gosh <laughs> I know this one <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to turn the sound off because uh, it's some music. Anyway, let's take text woman who just wants rights. <sighs> just no. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I had a poll that that long ago that asked who was the worst gay politician. It was it Beto or was it Pete Buttigieg? And I think everybody <laughs> voted for Beto. Do you think <sighs> Beto's gay? I think, think he's Beto into. I think he's into underage girls. I don't know. You don't think <laughs> just, he fights over two uh, hammers at two a.m.? <laughs> I no. I think he's into the nails. I think he, he wants is. to be the nail. I, I think. Well, maybe he. Maybe he is that. But um, no. I thought that. Look at that girl in that video. Clearly, looks like a minor. It looks like a, a freshman in high school. And he looks way too. Excited and he looks like he's that. trying to seduce her. That was like a hip thrusting. Look at what the outline in my pants could be. Kind of dance. Oh, and I don't. I don't think he should be doing that to someone who looks so young. No, it says a I girl agree. who just wants health care, not or, or, or just her rights, not like an, an of age woman who just wants her rights. Uh, yeah. Remember when it used to be a, a, a scandal when someone would eat like a hot dog in public and they'd have a picture taken of them. And now it's like, I'm going to do a seductive dance in front of a 14 year old and give her this weird stink eye thing. And just like, that's cool. <laughs> it, yeah. It used to be a faux pas if they ate a hot dog. And now you'll hear the former governor say, come on, I want you to eat a sausage. well since we have so bad women people running in governor positions and uh we have two two guys here from michigan this is their governor right now (laughs) yeah uh uh, should i i don't know now there should be a meme before you play this there should be a meme where someone draws into this and then removes the background so it looks like she's well, maybe not. I shouldn't say that. Never mind. <laughs> so this is the wonderful lady running for governor here in my state. 
Oh, hit play. Hey, so you bet. Oh, there's the actual music in this. So. Oh, you can just turn it down. We don't have to turn it off. Oh, okay, I'll turn it down. Yeah, I think it'll be fine if it's down. There it's only go. 18 seconds long. Hey, so you bet. There you go. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Appropriation. Sassy, moody, nasty. What? Yeah. Hacking, stupid. What was happening? What was happening? I'm a savage. Yeah. Cla- this is what she was doing when she was uh, denying you to hey, be so able to buy seeds uh, during the lockdowns in 2020, by the way. Can we yeah, all just over- agree that it's time to repeal the 19th Amendment? Seriously. <laughs> if you see this and you see Stacey Abrams, like, can we just agree it's time? <laughs> or at the very least, can we repeal their access to TikTok? Well, I mean... <laughs> I don't want to have to wait in that line anymore either. So let's get on it. Here's what I don't get. And you think they would actually hire like younger people who understand the the social trends and things like that to be like, hey, this is what looks good online. This is what doesn't. Someone has to be close enough to her to be like, look, the boomers are going to hate this because this music is terrible. (laughs) And honestly, anyone, anyone at all is going to hate this music. That's not a, a depraved 20 year old. We are, and then and then the other people who are 20 and into the TikTok trends and want to do these terrible dances to awful music, they're going to look at you like you're a, a granny pretending to be young. Like, oh, I'm hip. I'm cool. Like, nobody likes this. Like, <laughs> no. who, who's this for? <laughs> uh, it's for the TikTokers. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying is they're making it's fun the of her and the boomers hate it. So like, who? They're TikTarded. They're tick-tarded. the younger generation who are it's retarded due to TikTok. They could have been someone. But instead, they could have been a contender. But instead, they downloaded TikTok. They've become the mind virus themselves. They literally danced it out and acted out. And this is how they interact with people. They don't have a social cue. And then they scroll through their phone. And otherwise, they're TikTarded. If they don't see it as a trend, they don't know that it exists. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use that phrase from now on, TikTarded. Me too. It. I'm stealing that for sure. <laughs> stealing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're all, we're all stealing times. it. It's from your mom's house. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, it's actually speak- commonly in the lexicon. Okay, it's actually more so than inflation. I was going to say it's more so you know? than inflation. Inflation is one of those new words I never heard before. Tick-tarded. That's been around. <laughs> Speaking of some of the stuff in the culture that's happening here, uh, got Harry Potter news over here. Check it out. I don't know how many people are Potterheads out there. Uh, but anyway, this is from Bounty in the Comics. It says Harry Potter star Daniel Radcliffe throws J.K rallying under the bus over her views on the transgender politics. Not everybody in the franchise felt that way. So, so what? He, <laughs> he got his, he got his uh, fortune for acting in the books that JK wrote. And now he wants to throw JK under the bus. This is my hey, favorite. Hey, I thing. put my glasses on. Now I look like Harry Potter. Can I say things for the author of the story as well? Or no, like that's, <laughs> that's the stupid acclaim as anything. Oh, I was an actor in the movie based on the book she wrote. So I have an input on what her thoughts are. Yeah. Retarded. This is the funniest thing about the whole Harry Potter stuff is nobody wants to cancel Harry Potter. Like the Harry Potter cult is so strong that they're just like, like I've always said that the Harry Potter fan base is the most toxic fan base in all of fandom. And they, they just celebrated they love- Haggard dying. Yeah, they're so weird. It's it's so toxic and it's so weird. It's like they love Harry Potter so much. They like they want to live this lifestyle, go out there and put a broom between their legs and play some shitty version of a foosball or whatever out. Or what, what's it's that? so that they'll know what it called? feels like to have foosball. something there. Not foosball. I, what's the one called? Quidditch. I don't know because I've never read a Harry Potter book or saw a movie. No, no, I know what Quidditch is. I'm saying. Nerd. I'm I'm and me neither. But like I've never read Harry Potter, but. 
the Quidditch. I Quidditch. can't take it anyway. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, they don't play Quidditch. Is my point. Quidditch, you have to fly around on a broom right, and catch yeah. a golden flying bird. What they're doing is they're putting a broom between their legs and then running around and playing. What's that field hockey sport? That yeah, they're, they're larping. Hockey. They're larping as wizards. Like what are they playing? Oh, lacrosse uh, oh, or something? You mean, uh, lacrosse. lacrosse. Thank you. They're playing some <laughs> shitty version of lacrosse with a broom, and they're like, "This is Quidditch, but we're going to rename it to something else because J.K. Rowling said something that hurt our feelings." You wouldn't be you wouldn't be running around playing some bad version of again. I've already forgot the name of it. Lacrosse, <laughs> lacrosse. <laughs> if it wasn't for J.K. Rowling, so they love they love everything she's created so much, but they want to like take it from her, and it's so weird to me. Yeah. Oh, you and mean social justice warriors want to destroy things? She's just yeah, they sitting back just, and laughing uh, and cashing her her she checks. Did, she, she put a she put a tweet out. It's cultural uh, appropriation, uh, is yeah, what it is. She, she put a tweet out saying something similar to what you just said there, Katie. Says she's like. Uh, you know, people are like, how do you sleep at night? And she's like, with my royalty checks underneath my pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. What does she care? Also, has Daniel Radcliffe done a single thing since Harry Potter that wasn't a flop? No, he's actually, no, yeah, he was in, ah, oh, he was in that new movie. Uh, Frank, he weird. said that wasn't a flop. I know. <laughs> weird Al. Have you seen that? He's been thing? in lots of things. Oh, that's Can not out yet, one? though, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's out. It's on the Weird Al movie's out? Yeah, I think it's on Amazon. I got. I kind of. I kind of want to see that. To be I honest, I saw a really. I saw a really good cover of a Weird Al good song point, at Frank. Facebook. Just saying. <laughs> UHF is still going to be a better movie. I'm just. The lacrosse is the there. best sport. Changed my mind. <laughs> it probably is, but running around with a broom and throwing a gold painted volleyball around is yeah. not. Is not. It's nothing. It's just not stupid. cool. Not cool. No, not cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're absolutely insane. Uh, you know, we we watched all the movies. It's like kind of our Christmas part of our Christmas holiday during the month of December. We'll watch the Harry Potter movies because they're typically on t- TV all the time anyway. And we have a couple. We have all of them recorded on DVR, so we watch. We enjoy them uh, for what they are, but we don't get into where they are, how they are with this thing where everyone's flying around on brooms and or running around with brooms stuck between their legs. <laughs> But that, yeah, if you see them flying, Frank, run. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them in do, the water and see if they float. <laughs> I do find it funny. Yeah. The left will cancel anything except Harry Potter. They'll cancel J.K. Rowling apart from it. Now, that's the part I'm trying to understand. But they can't, how do they uh, cancel her when all the creative rights belong to her or she comes out with all the creative things? Yeah, see like, the amnesty like meme where it was the, the people burning the witch at the stake and then it was says, if we're wrong... We were uh, we uh, both sides did or like, it says uh, shit. I'll just have to find it. The two guys are burning a witch at the stake. And then it says um, we have to forgive both sides. And uh, after she's already burnt out, because, yeah. of course, she burned because she's a witch. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, Tom, yeah. we got you. Man. I'll just go find the, the meme. Yeah, we got you. Tom. It's yeah, kind of like yeah. it's kind of like if she drowns, she wasn't a witch. So, if they float, you know, that she's proves a witch. that she floats, she's a witch. <laughs> if it, she doesn't, though, she's not. So, yeah, then yeah. we'll know. Amnesty. <laughs> Amnesty. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Joy Reid didn't point out that nobody uses the word amnesty in their regular lexicon. Can we throw her into the water to see if she floats? <laughs> she's see, black, are, so she won't. These are the same people <laughs> oh. who are complaining about Harry Potter. I'm going to pull it up. These are the same people that are complaining about Harry Potter. <laughs> Oh gosh, these people. Is that Sam Britton? 
Is that Biden's nuclear physicist on staff that he's got there? Does anybody else want that husky to rip their face off? I, did. I was, I was, hoping, I was like, I was hoping that it was going to be one of those videos. <laughs> that would be social justice for cultural appropriation, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a pit bull. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Why couldn't it be a black dude with a, a black dude with a pit bull there? <laughs> yeah, speaking of black people, <laughs> pit bull on one and a Rottweiler on the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just like on uh, Grand Theft Auto. I got my Rottweiler. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> As Franklin. <laughs> That's my favorite character play, by the way. I, I imagine Auto it would be Franklin, Franklin yeah. <laughs> Him and Lamar is a hoot. <laughs> the chat doesn't even know what I'm talking about at this point. <laughs> Everybody loves Trevor, though. Yeah, Trevor is fun to play. I do like yeah. playing Trevor. <laughs> His introduction is probably the most amazing introduction to a character ever in video games. Yeah. Yep, probably. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about because I'm not a nerd. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about because I'm still strike looking two, for that Kate, meme. Kate strike, strike two. two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. All right. Did you ever find that meme, Tom? No, I just said I'm still it? looking for it. But while I am, hey, it's 8 o'clock. If you haven't already, go share a link to the stream. Hit the like button. Grab a link in the description below. You can play Link Roulette. Grab one of them and just see where it takes you. And then, of course, help us grow the stream by dropping a link that you just grabbed onto a social media platform of your choosing. I won't tell you which one, Gab, but you should go and choose one of them and then follow the people you see on your screen. Yeah. And yeah. also, don't forget, Tuesday's the election night coverage. So 630 till at least 11, probably later, we're going to be covering uh, the election results as they come in. And uh, that'll, that'll be fun. So if we yeah. did it till if we did till we had all the results, it'd be it'd be a month or two later, probably. Do you see they're already pushing the story out there that. Uh, don't expect election results the same day like we've done every time we've ever had an election in this except country, for except for 2020. You know, we, our technology's gotten better, but yet <laughs> we're really slow at counting. And if you're in Arizona, wait two months because it's going to be no, too no. close to call. No, Arizona, you can call one one per one percent comes in. Just ask Fox News. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> call it at one percent, but then c count the votes for two months. Yeah. So if you are voting in New York, this no way. I found the I link. Voted. Wait, before uh, you do that, before you do uh, that, I found okay. it. I found it. I found it. I found it. Everyone, back off. Back off. It's my screen. Oops, it turns out they're not witches after all. This is what I was referring to. As lame as it is to now stop the show to go back and show you, this is what I was referring to. That's a good meme, actually. This is what they're asking for. Hey, sorry, can you forgive us after we've already burnt your business, burnt your job, burnt your reputation, tried to get you fired, tried to get your kid vaccinated against your will, and did all the psychological warfare in doing those things, and then... Hey, not no, no apology. Just all right. Let's just agree to disagree. I think they exactly. got another thing coming. <laughs> yeah, I think they do. Yeah. So uh, if you're voting in New York, speaking of election night, check out this new crazy "I voted for" sticker. Yeah, <laughs> New York, a New York County let children design the newest "I voted" sticker, and current the current front runner is an image of a hideous spider human. A spider-human hybrid. I kind of like it. I prefer Peter Parker to this thing. <laughs> Is, did you have a better picture of this one up on your screen, PJ? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you want to grab right that. Right there. One. So, there you go. yeah. So, th I mean, but you know, like, th this is what happens when you, like, put kids in charge. But I'm still convinced that if you put kids in charge of New York City, it'd probably still be run better. <laughs> this I, is like an artist like on crack. Is this a Hunter like Biden? It. Is this an original? Hunter? It looks like a hunter original. I, I, I'm not sure if they meant kids or people who port kids. 
created this. <laughs> I'm sure like they could funnel some money to him because winning it. <laughs> looks like somebody afflicted with drug addiction created can that. I, can I point something out why I don't believe this was actually a kid who designed this? What kid has this kind of signature? Do you guys well, see this? Not a Did one. they say it was a child? Yeah. It does. But I don't believe it. No. Well, no. Like, it, I feel it, like this is some kind of crack monster thing with like some street artist, and there's his like fancy signature right there. Yeah, it looks like if you put Shell Silverstein on acid. Yeah. <laughs> which is already kind of on acid. <clears throat> this is I feel like I throw- need acid to look at this thing. <laughs> it's just a throwback to the art that was created in all those labs uh, that MK Ultra had back in the 1970s and 80s. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. But yeah, people are actually going to put this on their on their uh, pins now. They're going to have like uh, stickers in New York. Is there, is there a picture of that? Someone had a. I found it earlier. There's a picture of someone with the sticker because they're actually going to hand these out in New York City when you vote. So, so yeah, they're like, yeah. you know, I, I've got a bunch of different I voted stickers. If you'd like one, they have the typical girl with her arms up. You have the American flag. You have the mechanical evil spider. A bunch of different ones that you've all seen. Like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> Go what back the to me- the mechanical evil spider. What was that about? Yeah, so th- this was this was these are the ones that it beat. By the way, <laughs> it beat the eagle. How did it beat the eagle? <laughs> Apparently, mechanical crack monster with with uh, with crazy colored teeth and bloodshot eyes is is uh, if the message this is that in, New York if, wants to put out. So, if this is any indication as to how our elections are going to go, we're screwed. Oh, <laughs> well, check this out. You know, one of the main issues is violent crime. But check out this from the, this media individual over here. She says, other than murder, violent crime is not up. Did you know that? Violent crime is a key midterm voting issue. But what does that data say? Other than murder. So what yeah. she's saying yeah, is they that stopped violent- stabbings and started just outright killing. Yeah, I was going to say, it just means that the, the violent uh, offenders are just becoming more effective. Yeah, if you can put enough caveats on something, you can get any result you want. <laughs> Other than murder, you know, yeah, it's the, like the, car the accident injuries one. aren't deaths; yeah. they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than murder, you know, the <laughs> thing that's at the peak right now. Other than that, Other than, other than that bad. <laughs> other than fentanyl, drug uh, deaths are down as well. Other than being pushed in front of a moving subway, uh, it uh, crimes down relatively to that. <laughs> I love it when they try to compare it to the crime statistics in the 90s. It's down from the 90s. Yeah, well, we had horrible crime statistics in the 90s. So, yeah, good. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like Joe Biden right now. He's touting that uh, gas prices are down 24%. Let's forget that they went up by 300% yeah. prior to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it goes up 300%, goes down 24%, victory. I actually looked at gas mileage when buying. I had to buy a new car recently. The first time ever in my li- life, I looked at the gas mileage of the vehicle I was buying to buy my car. First time wow. ever. Yeah, I miss. I miss back in the day when I had a truck that got eight miles a gallon and it didn't matter. I yeah, didn't care. I used to have a Jeep that got about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally did. I had a I had a 1969 F350, and that mm-hmm. thing was like you just watch the needle. Like as as the speedometer went up, the gas gauge just went like this. It was kind <laughs> yeah. of just it was great. But uh that's that those are those are things of the past. So I, I want to show you guys something. I know our tax uh, dollars are very important to us and what is spent on right and you know, making America great again would be something, you know, be able to invest back into this nation. Other than Zelensky, you know, we just sent them more money. Check it out. You know, we gotta send them more money, definitely after this. Take a look at this. He's out here in the subway. Take a listen to this.
That's David Letterman. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interviewing the Lyra. That was. Dude. Where's, where's I the want... New Yorker to push him in front of the train? <laughs> Just when I thought I couldn't lose more respect for Letterman. Just when I thought uh, David was at his lowest. Then he goes ahead yeah. and surprises me with this. I want to go to a war zone as friendly as Ukraine. Yeah. No crap. <laughs> U2 concerts, Ben Stiller visits. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. What? <laughs> It's so weird. Like the whole celebrity thing around Ukraine is like if you didn't get it already that Ukraine was some place that we should not be sending money to and funneling money to and in support of, all it would take is looking at who supports it. Like at this point, that's all it like if you if you have no indication, you've studied nothing on Ukraine <laughs> at all. Jew is right. Doug yeah, Jew you're not right. even wrong. Ukraine probably is safer than New York right now. Even with the Russian subway. threat, because our money is going there and not to New York, I would bet you it's safer. It's cleaner. That's for sure. That subway's a lot cleaner. Imagine if we use that money to fix the water in Flint, Michigan, or something. Yeah, it's only didn't, been like. Didn't eight Kanye years. make the yeah. argument too? Like the the da- the most dangerous place for a black infant is within the mother's womb, and then mm-hmm. the second danger most dangerous place is in the, the city of Chicago. Yeah, so it's kind of right. like that. Like Ukraine can't be more dangerous than New York just by the statistics. Ukraine's got actual Nazi battalions, and they're probably safer for black people than <laughs> Chicago. A hundred percent. But but you you're not supposed to vote Republican because that would be really really terrible according to to Sonny Hostin. Did you guys see this clip? It's the end of democracy. Did you know that, Katie Zed? The end of democracy if you go vote Republican. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, good, I guess. <laughs> you're just making making more cases for me to vote Republican. I didn't realize we lived in a democracy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 Did you not put their audio on when you? Uh, it's muted. Did I not put it on? No, it's our guys. It's everyone at home it. watching. Sorry, it's our first time. <laughs> Let me try it again. This is like my show. <laughs> you hear now? Nope. No, because you have Still to hit now. the share audio button when I, you do yeah. the. I did. I think. I think when it shut my audio off earlier in the stream, it must have screwed it up. I'm just giving you a hard time while you find it. Yep. I was just buying you time by fake teasing you. Did you find <laughs> it, or do I need to pull it up? I got it. I'm just re. I have to redo the whole thing. Oh, it's Katie's fault. It's Katie. You know what? That's who it is. Is Abby Libby in the back pulling cords out? (laughs) (laughs) But what's also surprising to me is the abortion issue. Um, I read a a poll just yesterday that white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican. Why? It's almost like roaches voting for raid, right? Can you pause that? I I know that she doesn't mean to say it, but she already screwed up because she said white suburban Republican women are going to now vote Republican. She shouldn't have said it the first time. Right. She meant to just say white suburban women will now vote Republican, but mm-hmm. she says Republican women will now vote Republican. And then they go, yeah. why? It's like they, she doesn't, I don't know why she's saying it that way. As a white woman that lives in the suburbs of Atlanta, I'd like to say, this is not the first time I'm voting Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's crazy. Who would think that after you call uh, white people the the you know scum of the earth for for decades, and then you say, "Hey, soccer moms are interested in your kids not being uh, transitioned at school," you're on the terrorist watch list. I can't imagine why white or suburban women are voting Republican. Oh, it's insulting they're voting to the against, voter. They're, we, they're we, voting no, against no. their own self-interest. Do they want to live in Gilead? Okay, do so do we love it in the hands? Do we love tail? democracy or not? Because just saying that it's it's insulting not, to the voter. No. Yeah, yeah. Now, now democracy's gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
She pointed out the one thing that all the Democrats are not saying. They're all saying, oh, if, if, if we don't win, it's the end of democracy. And then she's like, well, what, doesn't democracy mean that people vote? And uh, yeah. So did you know, do you guys notice how she mentioned Gilead in there? Because that's another point they can't ever let go of. What's Gilead? Gilead is a reference to um, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. She's saying, hey, if these white suburban women don't want to be uh, looked at by the FBI because they don't want their kids to be groomed, isn't that the same as uh, using them as incubators? Also, isn't it great that we use uh, women as incubators for gay couples? Yeah, isn't that yeah. great? That's fantastic. That's progressive. That's super progressive. Yeah. <laughs> the only people in America who are actually using women as incubators are <clears throat> gay Democrat men. gay men and Dave Lesbian. Rubin. Yeah, you know, that kind of reminds me. I was out this morning with the chickens and I grab a, a full handful of the mealworms. And typically, instead of just like tossing them, you know, scattering them into the dirt and letting them eat it, I held my hand out to see if they'd come and peck it. And they each individually come and just peck it right out of your hand. And then they all yeah. start going, bark, 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 bark. and it's funny because they all sounded almost identical to what we just watched there on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I was trying almost to translate identical. it for you guys. I didn't know if you guys spoke. Uh, you know, clucking hen or whatever, but that's that's what the language of the, the view speaks. And actually, I got more intelligibility out of the chickens this morning. So, I am, I believe it. Better social commentary, I'm sure. I don't know if that's a word, by the way, but I just created it. Now we're going to put it into the lexicon. <laughs> Joy Reed, Joy Reed's going to be very upset about this. Of course, she doesn't have any intelligibility whatsoever. <laughs> that's now the ability to be intelligent. By the way, we're just coining a term. So, talk talking about Joy Reed appropriating Aaron Carter's culture. What's Frank had a story on Aaron Carter, didn't you? I did. I did have a story of Aaron Carter. Let me bring it up for us real quick. He's got a connection to Aaron Carter. I do, actually. <laughs> he was an NSYNC. No, that was Backstreet Boys. No, no, you. Nick Carter. No, Frank, I was, Frank I, was the sixth <laughs> Backstreet Boy. Frank was an NSYNC. <laughs> uh, you guys can tell the difference between NSYNC and Backstreet Boys? No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I literally cannot, and people get mad at me because I'm like, yeah, that song. <laughs> I'd have to have a terrible memory to not be able way. to remember the difference. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the difference. You know, I wanted it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I still don't know which one. Is that sync or Backstreet Boys? No, Backstreet that's Backstreet Boys. Boys. I was going to guess in sync. That no joke. And I'm not I'm being 100% serious. I well, don't on Tuesday to pass the time on election day, we will have and I will create it a quiz <laughs> of is it Backstreet Boys or in sync and I'll have a 10 uh, I'll have a list of 10 song names and then PJ you without knowing will have to guess which one it is. I would fail that too. I'll just let <laughs> Justin Timberlake was NSYNC. Backstreet Boys. Oh, he was in sync. Okay, NSYNC. that's how I'll, that's how I'll figure it out. I'll listen for the person that sounds like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun because I'm just going to name ten songs from 98 Degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I would. So, fail. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. So Aaron Carter. I actually know Aaron Carter and Nick Carter because they lived in my hometown growing up. If you know where that is, you'll know where my hometown was. Uh, but uh, I actually played basketball with uh, Nick Carter, uh, recreational basketball. There was a the community uh, place, and we would actually play against each other. My brother went to school with Aaron Carter. Uh, so when my brother texted me this story uh, today, when he heard about it and told me about it, and I said, man, that sucks. You know, Aaron Carter dead at 34. And it started, you know, to get me thinking about what happened. You know, why was he, uh, why, you know, why did this happen today? So I had to go search his Twitter to figure out what he tweeted last uh, to he, he was of, a fan of injections, not necessarily the vaccine, but he did a lot of injections. He did. Yeah, he, he did a lot of vaccines. I was going to say my my relationship with Aaron Carter was very different. We just shot up heroin together, so <laughs> not not as much basketball. Yeah. So here's the uh, here's 
Aaron Carter's last tweet um, before this was uh, taken. It said, yo, Kanye, let's talk man to man. Yep. So I think I know what happened. Draw your own conclusion. So dreidel me this. What do you expect? No. Yeah. So, but it's sad to hear that Aaron Carter passed away. I don't know much about his life after, you know, his what 15 minutes he had where he had that video or song with Shaq. I don't even know. Okay. First of all, that's candy. Okay, we're not going to speak ill of the dead. It was Aaron's party, in parentheses, come get it. And then when that went somewhat semi-viral, yeah, then he had I Want Candy. That was the track two on the album. We always went to skip it. Yeah. Yeah, and then How I Beat Shaq was like sixth or seventh on the album. It's very concerning that Tom knows all of these. I was going to say, I'm concerned that Tom is very into (laughs) boy bands. Is there something you need to tell us? You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and pull it up so that you know. (laughs) This is why, because it was very Americana. uh, Joe Jonas right now. Maybe maybe Tom would know. (laughs) Album cover. You'll see why. It is a sad story uh, to hear that he had passed away, especially the connections that, you know, we had uh, with him. And, you know, know, I wish his family the best. And and hopefully, you know, they will get some answers uh, of what happened and you know unfortunately if it was something with drug overdosing you know i wish he would have got his the help that he needed beforehand there's aaron carter yeah can you not see why as a young kid i might just be drawn to this album for some reason i'm like oh you know what i don't know why but i think that kid might have something to say i want to listen to that did you use the american flag in the background yeah (laughs) the american flag sold it for me that's why yeah waffle salter said he fledger also died shortly after being seen in joker makeup conspiracy yeah it sounds like a a story for you not to get too conspiratorial but uh you know we've had a string of uh celebrities again recently not this doesn't happen all the time of tweeting things and saying things and then kind of winding up super dead uh we had coolio not that long ago talking about a certain um blood related drug that uh, he said he knew that Hollywood was into. And then this week with Kanye, it's been weird because didn't he? T- what was that tweet that he sent out about? How is he still alive? To put him back in Zombieland. I'm sp- like, that's what's more shocking that? to me. It's not. No, I thought you had it pulled up. No, I'll, I'll grab it. But I, it like that's why the Aaron Carter thing is more shocking to me. It's like, hey, Kanye, let's talk. But Kanye's the one who was like kind of spilling the tea on some stuff this week as far as uh, his relationship to a certain <laughs> gym owner that uh, has said that they he was involved in using mind control drugs and also was involved in Ellen Page right before her transition and the best it's, clip it's of weird. Kanye this week weird. is when he's describing his um his doctor did you all see that one no i don't I, I don't think i saw that one i don't know if i can repeat it on here he basically oh, okay. said <laughs> I don't I don't, if you if y'all haven't seen it just look it up i don't think i can who's who's it. teasing their doctor he was Funny to, he was saying he can't say um, the nationality or the religion of his doctor. Ah, uh, yes, I, I did see that. Did you see that one? The yeah. So this is ever. the uh, this is a text message that Kanye tweeted out, and this is from Harley, who is a mm. trainer of some sort. We'll get into that in just a moment. But he says, "I'm going to help you." This is what he texted Kanye. I'm going to help you. Uh, help you one of a couple ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words. And everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff and dumb that crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or you saw it and they tweet. Second option, I have you in, in uh, institutionalized, I can't institutionalized again. again, where they medicate the crap out of you 
and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. Yeah, you know the upside down or what do they call it? The uh, the black space. What was it in uh, Get Out where he was just trapped oh, mentally forever? Shoot, what was that? Because Kanye has referred to that in the last two years when he talks about his yeah. bipolar. And I think that's kind of what he's really referring to. Like he's been put into this mental isolation. If you drug someone with these antipsychotics, yeah, antidepressants, yeah. it'll have a crazy effect on the, the mental chemistry of the person. They, it actually changes you. I, I think they need that to Britney as well. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. The the biggest stars who still have the most, um, I, I guess the largest megaphone or platform to speak from can occasionally break through it. And when they do, it looks like this. I think Real Truth Cax is a point here. She says, I think they're trying to discredit Kanye first via politics. Same reason Alex Jones is still alive. They either eliminate your credi- credibility or make you dead. And I also would like to add to that. I feel like it's kind of an insurance policy for Kanye to come out and speak about things because it, with Aaron Carter, it makes sense they shut him up before he says anything. But Kanye is kind of out there saying so much stuff right now that if they if they killed him oh, now, you, yeah. it would be impossible not to insinuate certain oh, things. Oh yeah, well, and, and better kill Aaron Carter before he connects with Kanye and they say, "Hey, now someone else point. is verifying Kanye's thing." It's like, no, 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 nip that in the bud, but let Kanye stay out there on a limb. Well, it's like Kyrie uh, Irvin just recently shared, uh, you know, that well, they're trying to make Alex him Jones sound crazy too, they, right? Yeah, they try to make him sound crazy, and they, you know, uh, find him and made him uh, donate. And he's sitting for five. He's games. sitting something, right? They in the the headline yeah. there was so Orwellian. It was like um, report from the New York Times: Kyrie Irving suspended for quote failure to disavow anti-Semitism. And it's like, so hang on a second. Now you're compelling speech. They absolutely are. What did, I don't even remember. I don't even know what Kyrie Irving said. I just heard I'll he, 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 Alex that he didn't he had say promoted, something. He had promoted a movie. Um, Alex Jones Hebrews movie, to it? Negroes. It was the oh, name okay. of the movie. And he promoted well, that movie. I haven't seen the movie yet. I will. I but. haven't seen it either. But all I saw was the interview where they're like, hey, you're promoting this. I'm not promoting anything. I retweeted something. Mm-hmm. Alex, yeah. you know, lots of people have said this or retweeted this. I was I thought this was interesting and curious. Uh, it's not promotion. I'm not promoting it. Yeah. And uh, they, the interviewer just wouldn't let it go. They're like, hey, you said something or tweeted something or or acknowledge that something exists out there, a documentary, I guess, that we don't want to be acknowledged that exists. So you're promoting it. And they, the guy just would not let it go. It was really, it was really strange. Yeah. Wait, and you're Kyrie saying Irving's, that the Hebes don't let it go? Well, it was just like Kyrie Irving's like response. They gave, was, they gave his money back. They they fined him $1.5 million and then gave it back. So... I mean, first time ever, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know they gave it back. Yeah. I just thought it would. Well, the the thing that stuck out to me was that Kyrie Irving seemed like the only sane person in this conversation. You know, he was like, hey, I'm not promoting it. Like, let's move on. Let's talk about something else. And the interviewer seemed crazy. Mm -hmm. And then they're trying to make Kyrie Irving out to be nuts. It's like, you don't have to agree with Kyrie Irving or not. Like, he's just saying, I tweeted something. That's my right to do. Yeah. Obviously not his right to do. Well, apparently it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's like a a machine's not going to skip over one spot that it's missed. Like it's going to make sure it nails that down. So this is the machine saying, hey, everyone else has capitulated and complied. Kyrie is the one who continues to stick out and make Mm -hmm. a, a scene. We need to be seen to nail him down, pin him down and have him saying he's sorry, saying that he was wrong. And the fact that he says, oh, I just wasn't doing what you're accusing me of next. Yeah. That's him again getting out of it. And so they need to do something more. This yeah, let's take a look. This, st- is, this is the uh, place. This is the uh, thing that led up to everything else. Kyrie, okay, while we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. 
I do not stand with Alex Jones' position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults. And it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaigning, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post. And it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to, chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, out there, the title? People are going to say that you are Yeah, I put promoting. it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free being. to post. I can what, post whatever I want, so say that. What, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you next did, question. Anybody next question. Do you guys have any more questions for me? And they're going to say, you guys have any more questions? Because this is going to be a clip. Beliefs. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, There's another answer your question. Oh, my God. Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie. I know that the guy asking the question is black, but I'm just going to say he won't give it up as if he's been personally hurt like he is Jewish himself. And you know that that's the kind of control that some of the managers and enforcers or uh, investors or Weinstein production assistants have that control that they have over the talent is that the talent or the journalists or whoever want to keep their job. They will be the attack dog, even if it is a lot like roaches voting for raid. It's the one thing you're not allowed to talk about. (laughs) Did you notice that part where he said you you promote you you agreed with Alex Jones on a certain point and you're yeah. not allowed to do that? Like this is the whole point of shutting down Alex Jones. Now, any time that Alex Jones ever said anything, he said plenty of things that are true. You can disagree with him on lots of stuff. I've disagreed with him on certain things as well. But now the the stand the new standard is if Alex Jones ever said it, you're not allowed to disagree with it because now you're linked back to the Sandy Hook stuff. You're linked to any any negative thing we can throw out against Alex Jones that day. You're responsible for all of it. You're promoting it. So I agree anything, with any, a lot anytime of you ever. Jones. I agree with a lot of Alex Jones as well. So whatever, I, like that mm-hmm. attack doesn't bother me. I'm not Kyrie Irving, no. but like the only thing I don't agree with Alex Jones on is that Sandy Hook happened when he's since apologized and all that stuff. I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I gotta say, I gotta say, like when when the court case came out, I was like, man, I'm starting to. It's, it's making me question it more than I used to. Look, yeah, when you sue too. a man for a trillion or something dollars, when it's all said and done, that's what they want. They said like a trillion. Yeah. Uh, when you sue a man for that much to keep him quiet, it's almost like, hey, what will you do to like, what won't you do to keep that truth hidden? Right. Yeah. Because no one's weird. afraid of a lie that that bad. You just let it at that point. You're like, OK, yeah. So what's crazy? By the way, but your worst, single, deepest, darkest every, secret of all time, you would pay a trillion dollars to hide. Every single school shooting, every single mass shooting has had the exact same questions asked about it. We've all been on Facebook. We've all seen the people posting pictures of crisis actors. We saw it with Vegas. We saw it with the the Boston bombing. We saw it with uh, we saw conspiracies up around Uvalde. 
it's just Sandy Hook. That's the only one where you're not allowed to ask questions. That that like, that in and of itself makes me go. You know, I used to think it wasn't whatever, but now it, it actually kind of makes you believe it is. The one that makes me think that it's different than all the others, apart from the helicopters being missing, apart from the uh, ambulances not going to the school, those things could be uh, circumstantial. The one that I know is really weird. They demolished the school and then rebuilt it perfectly, brick by brick, in its exact footprint. And that's that doesn't happen. You don't do that. You don't demolish the school because, oh, it's just got bad juju in it and mm-hmm. a lot of bad memories. But then also rebuild it exactly foot by foot, brick by brick. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Unless, of course, you're trying to get rid of evidence. They would feel like they're walking to the same school and it's all said and done, wouldn't it? Yep. Except exactly. for chemically, it wouldn't be in case you went to test it. They'd have an alibi as to why there would not be blood on the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. So, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happening out there, guys, uh, with uh, celebrities and and things that, you know, are being silenced. You know, it's just just crazy. Katie Zed, I don't want to speak for you. Do you want to just state for the record really quickly where you stand on Sandy Hook? I think I'm where PJ is, where I, I really believed it happened. But then with all these lawsuits, the fact that they're suing Alex Jones for more than they sued Adam Lanz's estate just really makes you think, like, did it really? Because Who haven't why? they sued by now? They sued Remington as well. They Remember did that? sue Remington for, for less than they sued Alex Jones for. Right. Remington, a multi-million dollar company, they sued for less than they should sue They should Alex sue Jones the for. back of Fetterman's neck and see what they can get out of that. What yeah. kills me is that Remington settled with them. Why on earth would you? They're, le- they're the legally... Than the legal suit. That's just opening the door for lawsuits in the future wide open. <clears throat> That well, is going to probably happen anyway. They're legally uh, exempt from from that type of lawsuit. They absolutely are. They would have won that lawsuit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So here's Fetterman. This is just recently. This is within the last uh, hour. Post <laughs> Yeah. As you see, he's dressed. Is this what's going on in Pennsylvania right now? It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. I run on Roe v. Wade. I celebrate the demise of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, so things are going great in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Can we hear that like three more times on the loop before? <laughs> yeah, just, just 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 one more time. I run on Roe v. Wade. I celebrate the demise of Roe v. Wade. All right, he's got my vote. I yeah. I run on Roe v. Wade. I celebrate the demise of Roe v. Wade. It it kind of reminds me when he was asked about fracking. That's what I was about to say. It was the same thing as fracking. He's, he's running on Roe v. Wade. In fact, he's celebrating, celebrating the demise of Roe v. Wade. Wade. He wants all your vote, the left and the right. Come on, everybody, I vote for over, me. I can overlook the letting the murderers out of prison if we're not going to. We're going to stop killing babies. Just yeah, saying. No <laughs> yeah. So things are going fantastic over at the mini rally over there. So you think he was trying to say he's running on Roe v. Wade, uh, Wade and the right is celebrating? the demise of Roe, and he just couldn't say those words. Oh, no, he you seem to be Wade. able to understand Fetterman the best out of all I was of trying us, to, so. again, I was trying to understand <laughs> retard earlier, and I, this one's a little harder. So is everyone in Pennsylvania it's, tonight? Because Trump's in Pennsylvania, too. Of retard. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are about two tree candidates out there in Pennsylvania right now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so my Pennsylvanian you, for you. You have something uh, pulled up for us to watch, PJ. Yeah, I was going to say, well, there's a lot of people that uh, see the, the retardedness of the Democratic Party. And I'm not just talking about John Fetterman, but there's a, there's a one guy who's 
<clears throat> got a very hilarious coming out video about how he's he's going to be voting Republican now. I want to play that for you guys. Hey, in the chat, don't tell me that people have died if they didn't die. Michael J. Fox isn't dead. Yeah, he's alive still. Don't scare <laughs> me like that. Bastards. Somebody say Michael J. Fox died? Yeah, well, we were talking about all the people that the Jews are killing right now. They said, yeah, Michael <laughs> J. Fox is dead too. And I was like, ah! And I look, and sure enough, now he shook him loose. <laughs> I'm going to be teaching you how to use frog frogs pronouns and sentences, so let's go. Yeah, that's it. I'm Republican now. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> right? I'm accepting, tolerant, inclusive, right? Whatever gender you want to identify as, binary, non-binary, but uh, I'm not going to call people frogs. We draw the line at amphibians, right? You can't identify as a frog because... You're, you're not a frog, right? You know that, though, right? You weren't cursed by a witch in a Disney movie, right? You don't hop lily pad to lily pad, right? So I, I, to call you frogs or frog self would be, be a little ridiculous, right? So, yeah, I'm a Republican now. <laughs> MAGA, stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the water is making the frogs gay, so it makes sense. Yeah, it's like, come on into the boiling pot. The water's warm. <laughs> I was gonna say, of all the of all the retarded pronouns, I feel like frog and frog self does make the most sense because everybody's you know, thirty three million Americans right now have atrazine in their taps. So, I'm just saying, it, does, it makes more sense than some of the, some of. Them. I find it funny though. Like, there's a there's a breaking point for everybody, and that's the thing I've been realizing about 2022 is we've seen the breaking point for people that you wouldn't expect. Frank played that clip earlier of uh, of uh, I don't know MSNBC talking to eyebrows in the sky, Kathy Hochul, <laughs> and she's like, "Look, I, I'm I'm obviously like." Paid to, to pitch for your team and, to, and to, to carry your water, but I can't walk into the grocery store. I can't go into the subway. Ukraine subway Did saved ours. Say, say what? <laughs> yeah, someone's trying to update us on Biden date uh, minute to minute. We we got to know what happened. Yeah, did, did you hear what happened to Biden 20 minutes ago? No, yeah, no Somebody idea. drop a link in the chat. I want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't just leave did us he, hanging like that. Did he finally mobilize Turner National Depression? Because I've been waiting for two years. <laughs> <laughs> did he shard again <laughs> it's like one of those things you have to pass it to know what's in it he has to actually mobilize true international pressure for us to know what it is i'm kind of hoping he fell off a stage or something or <laughs> turn around trying to shake a ghost hand and like this and like fall over i'm guessing there were just reports of a, a pedophile on the loose and so the secret service goes to secure him and says sir don't worry we're just we're looking for uh, someone who's just molested a child and he goes all right fine i'll do it <laughs> How many times has Biden turned around and shook the hands of one of Hillary's victims at this point? You know, oh my God. <laughs> all these ghost hands. Uh, oh, goodness. Did oh, they're his voters, clip? you dick. Did oh, his voters. That, <laughs> did you see that clip from Carrie Lake where she uh, talked about uh, Hillary Clinton? Oh, no. She, wait, did a, she had a great week or uh, yeah. oh, maybe a week or weekend. Uh, Carrie yeah. had a couple big pops in the last couple of days. Yeah, she had the one, yeah go ahead. But I, I know she had the. Yeah, while you're grabbing that, she had that one earlier this week where someone asked her about uh, oh, who was some someone that died, and they're like, his mom is very upset with you. Who, yeah, I, who are they she, talking oh, about? It was uh, Brian Sicknick's mother said that it's people like Carrie Lake that got her son killed. Yeah, the and Capitol then, Police then, officer. Right, and she said something to the effect of, instead of saying like, wow, that mom's out of line for saying that, or I didn't do that, or anything like that, she says, wow, as a mother, I can't imagine what she must be going through, losing her son. 
you know, the, the loss of a child, it would be unimaginable. I can't um, like, she basically like did all the right things. She felt, Oh, she put on both knees was like, Oh, I'm so sorry that this happened while it's not me. And we didn't do that. And there are a lot of questions about that. It's still sad to see that people are this way. And Carrie, I thought handled it brilliantly, but I don't know if you have the clip. Yeah, no, I'm getting that one clip about her talking about Hillary Clinton. So give me one second. I do have that clip too, by the way. Jeez, man, I can only well. set the table for so long. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, man, I, I didn't know I was going this way with the uh, show, so I would have had it ready. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> She's out there uh, talking about the election being, you know, possibly stolen, right? Yeah, Hillary isn't, Clinton her, is, isn't yeah. her website something about like coming together or something like the indivisible, something like that? And then she's trying to divide everybody. Well, I mean, she already divi- divided us into a basket of deplorables a few she, years ago. She divisited. So. She divisited us for sure. She divisited us very hard. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got it. Here we go. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> so here's Carrie Lake on Hillary Clinton. But I was a little concerned today. I'm going to be honest. When I saw Hillary Clinton. Bad mouthing me, and she looked. She looked angry and actually scared, and and uh, just uh, completely unrelated. I want you to know, just in case you're wondering, I'm in perfect health. My brakes on my car are in good shape, and I'm not suicidal. And we're gonna win this thing on Tuesday. But I was smart lady, <laughs> really smart lady, because not only is she making a good joke that strikes a chord with people at home, but she's also saying it for the record. Now people yeah. really can't kill her. No. She needs to. Although that that one guy got a tattoo that said he didn't kill himself, and then yeah, he killed himself. Well, no, yeah. he said when I get killed, you'll know that that's what it is because <laughs> yeah. I'm not suicidal. And he had whacked tattooed on him, right? That was McAfee. Schwacked. Yeah, it was John Schwacked. McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. I've the, got uh, I've got Carrie Lake clip. shutting him down on the. I don't know if you wanted to watch this this one. Well, we're going oh, to. Yeah, that's what I, I had. Yeah, up. that's why I had just picked up. Okay. Uh, Chris Bentley from CBS News. Hi, Chris. I don't know if you've seen this ad attacking you. But that's Wh- the, which one? <laughs> which one? Which one, Chris? The, uh, the, the mother of Brian Signet, the Capitol Police officer that died uh, the day after January 6th. She, in, in an attack ad, is saying that people like you specifically you know, are responsible for, for her son's death. It's very dire. You know, uh, Credit, credit, dude. That guy, that reporter, didn't actually say he died on January sixth, like all the politicians do. He actually right. caught himself mm-hmm. in the midst of it to say that he died the day after, which Kerry would have probably picked up on that if he would have tried to do the other way. Yeah. So yeah, good credit to him because this this is the craziest like insinuation. Kerry Lake, first of all, being specifically responsible for someone who died of natural causes after January sixth. She mm-hmm. obviously sent the blood clot. So. <laughs> she she personally delivered his Pfizer shot to his yeah, house. Yeah. About say, it was yeah. probably because the Capitol Police were forced to take the jabby jab. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm still not convinced that Brian Sicknick didn't die because he saw something he, or heard something he shouldn't have. And he was they one were, of the first that they suicided. Remember, there were like seven I, uh, I police, six or seven this. officers that suicided themselves during the summer when and they were looking for people to testify. Instead, right. they yeah. got Michael Fanone, the crier on CNN, who was like shaking the legs of CNN's Don Lemon at the time. Neck tattoo guy, is that what we're talking Bingo. about? Bingo. Yeah, yeah, the guy who looks like he's got human particle or particulate on his uh, yep. little soul patch flavor saver. And now it seems to me, I'm just going to say again, five or six or seven police officers during July and August of the lead up of last year before the Senate testimony all seems like, oh, these officers could testify, but they died. They died for, yeah. for what reason? I don't know, but they could have talked and now they're not. 
See, that's the crazy thing about this is I actually agree when the left is saying like January 6th, quote unquote, killed these officers. It wasn't just natural causes. I agree with that. It's just that it wasn't it wasn't the protesters either. It was was it hammering? Did they find hammers inside those? Uh, <laughs> they, they found them in, inside of Paul Pelosi's basement in their underwear. And people like, natural like you causes. specifically are responsible for her son's death. It's very dire for our democracy, for our country with candidates like Carrie Lake. My son died because of people like Carrie Lake. I'm curious, what do you think when you hear that? What's her name? The mother of Brian Sicknick? Yeah. I think it's Cindy Sicknick. Cindy, I just want to say to Cindy Sicknick, I'm so sorry about the death of your son. It, it is tragic. I'm a, a mother myself and that is, uh, it breaks my heart. A, that is a wound when you lose a child, no matter how old they are, that never heals. And so I don't want to disparage her. She doesn't. That's the class move, right? Does everyone agree like that? First of all, the, yeah. the first thing to say, the first response needs to be, I feel so bad to Cindy, to her. I'm sorry for your loss. Like, that's the right thing for the person to do graciously. Like, that's the Absolutely. etiquette. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she's really classy and cl- like and, <clears throat> and super clever. Like her her line on CNN Plus will be maybe one of the greatest disses of all time. So she's savvy and on the spot in the moment. Right. Doesn't know me. I wasn't anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th. And I understand that her son died, I think, the following day of a stroke or natural causes. And I, I feel for her and I, I see the pain in her eyes. And I would never try to disparage or hurt her because I know when a mother has pain like that, there's no way to heal that. And that's why I feel for these moms and dads who hit me up on the campaign trail and they grab me. And you can spot them from across the room. There is a I want to know which dads are grabbing Carrie Lake and have who, which moms are letting that happen. <laughs> a loss in their lives that can never be replaced. And we're losing thousands of young people. When they tell me they lost a son to fentanyl, when they lost a daughter to fentanyl poisoning, um, this is why we are pushing so hard to secure that border and stop fentanyl from pouring across. I'm used to attack ads. I've had probably more money spent against me than any candidate in Arizona in attack ads, but the people know me here. They're not believing what they're seeing in the attack ads. I've been in their homes for 27 years. And additionally, besides attack ads, I've had 100% negative lying coverage by the fake news of me and my campaign and our people. And so we've withstood that and we will win and we're gonna do great things for Arizona despite what you guys say. She's uh, very Trump-like where she's on the spot, able to turn something that, you know, like I said, it reminds me of when Trump was uh, hit with the news of Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. I'm just wow. hearing this for the wow, first time. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. She was a great woman. Wow. You're telling me for the first time. Yeah. I'm hearing this for the first time. Wow. <laughs> it, I, think th- I, I think it's interesting that she ran into George Floyd's parents down there in Arizona. I didn't the, know that. She did? Fent- yeah, the fentanyl overdoses. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A joke's good when you have to explain it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, now, now, uh, now, his daughter will sue you for like a million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever. Good luck right? with that. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> it was definitely the knee on his shoulder that wasn't even on his neck that killed him. Obviously, even I'll, though he died later from a fentanyl overdose. Yeah, I'll also also point out it, it sounded like Cindy Sicknick was saying people like Carrie Lake are why my son died, and then it like cut. Like it was very jumbled. It was not a single. She was was definitely reading. Right. She she was was reading reading a thing and it was like, it was not her words. And she didn't know if she was saying it for the first time, if it was even being recorded. 
who knows if she signs a waiver saying she's going to read a bunch of things into the camera and that they own all the clips and Mm -hmm. then whatever happens happens with it right i'm sure they cut something because she didn't seem like she intended it that way but i can also understand her saying if not for these republicans there would never be a january 6th and so then there would never be pepper spray and jabs and a bunch of other things to give my son heart pressure and a bunch of other things that would i don't know i don't still know what happened to brian sicknick but they say it was a stroke we don't know What's the whole like? I don't fully understand. I guess the the link back to Carrie Lake was she involved in the planning of January six? No, she just that she's that an outspoken election denier. Yes. So people like her. Yeah. Somebody gave that woman hundred dollar bills to say those things. That's why yeah. it links back to Carrie Lake. Yeah, it's, it's just such a stupid, like tenuous, like link that I'm wondering who this sells to. But then again, I, if you're well, if you're still believing the lies of January six, all of this, like you're just eating it all. It's. It's why Carrie just said that more money has been spent against her than in anyone else's, you know, race in, in Arizona. Part of that was in response to the question on Sydney Sicknick. So you can see exactly how savvy she is mm-hmm. saying, you know, a lot of people have spent a lot of money to say things that aren't true. And the people in Arizona know it. And so you're telling people that Cindy Sicknick is a liar who just got paid but yeah. without saying so. And that's, again, very that's tactful. clever. Yeah, very, cl- very tactful. Yeah, that's going to pull up. This is the worst drag. Uh, Queen Story Hour I've seen yet. <laughs> Is this I know for a fact two of them are men up there. Uh, one, of them, one of them's married to a man. <laughs> wow, where'd they get all those people from? <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a Republican or a Democratic rally with that many people in the That is all okay, of them. You say that, but some of this looks like there's some outlining that's odd. On the sides here, I'm just going to really, point out. It looks yeah. like there's some layering in this image. Yeah, like this is Like blow that up again. There's yeah. a pattern there for sure. There's definitely like three or three layers of crowd depth. Because mm-hmm. the color on the front here doesn't match the color on the back. There's like a gap here for some reason. That's Maybe there's just not a full set of bleachers. I don't know. Good eye. Good eye. Yeah, it's like I said. They could have they, uh, all they. It have doesn't to do have to be doctored push. for it to look bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many that, times have we seen that? that was... Hitler in the middle, right there. <laughs> you see that mustache? Yeah, the mustache. The guy. <laughs> Nazi confirmed. <laughs> guys, that's Caesar no, Chavez. Guys, it's just the Ukrainian that came to support Biden for all the uh, billions of dollars we sent them. Yeah, let's see. If we can't enlarge. Oh, that, that literally does look like Zelensky with a fake mustache. There. <laughs> he's wearing a disguise mustache. Does it look clothes. like he's wearing a grandma sweater and a giant mustache? <laughs> That's just his green ready That's ready his, shirt that he wears every day. It's his uniform. <laughs> and he's short too, like Zelensky. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, we got about uh, four Shorten. minutes before last call here. You got any other stories you wanted to pick up before Jeez. we? Yeah, uh, the the, P, the quality of that crowd looked worse than on the Wii Golf. <laughs> uh. Yeah, hold on. I had but one more. But in Wii Golf, playing. you probably have fewer holes in one than you did on that stage. Am I right? Uh-huh. So did I don't you, know. See- you can take that somehow, some way. <laughs> do you guys see that the, the advertisers are threatening to, to boycott Twitter now? Not just threatening. They're doing it. Yeah, they are boycotting Twitter. Did you see uh, Musk's response to this? He's so $8. Musk threatens a thermonuclear name and shame of woke advertisers that are boycotting Twitter. So he tweeted out, Twitter has had a massive drop in revenue due to activist groups pressuring advertisers, even though nothing has changed with content moderation and we did everything we could to appease the activists. Extremely messed up. They're trying to destroy free speech in America. So, yeah, it looks like um, 
what so what are you what are you guys thoughts on the whole twitter boycott stuff i just want to know when i should sign up again just elon let, let us know when the when the doors are officially lifted for those who've been banned with their ip and their phone numbers and everything else because i i would love to get on and storm back against some of these social justice trolls but every time i do i get auto banned so, so that's, fix that's that, what's funny to me talk. is it's like they're trying to sell the narrative that you know it's everybody's back on twitter that everything's allowed that it's a total free speech platform which just isn't happening uh not yet anyway and and uh as far as i can tell elon musk has been at least meeting with seems like more activists more leftists trying to appease them as 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 anybody what was that guy yol uh yol roth yol roth yeah guy I mean, who elon sorry. musk is a leftist so it's to be expected i don't know well, I mean, and maybe he's like a liberal. I don't know if I would say he's like a hard leftist. Maybe no, he is. I wouldn't say he's a hard leftist, but he is on the left. I mean, well, Kanye so- West was just to pull it, bring it full circle. Kanye West said that it's retarded. That's the quote. Newsworthy retarded of Joe Biden not to be meeting with Elon Musk. He says the president of the United States is not meeting with Elon Musk. That is retarded. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it kind of is true. Like if Elon Musk is leading Twitter, if Elon Musk is leading SpaceX, mm-hmm. leading Tesla, you'd think he would be having meetings with the leader of the country. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Kanye, just like I agree with uh, Alex Jones. So, yeah. So check this out. The uh, journalists are obviously crying over on Twitter. They're making, you know, a big stink about everything. This is Leland Lee DeVito, who is an editor in chief at Detroit Metro times. And he also likes the pronouns. He slash him says, uh, Elon's $8 a month check mark is a tax on journalism. He's just mad his check marks about to be taken away because he paid for it. <laughs> you know, a lot of these companies actually do pay for like that was that was a real story, by the way. I think Tim Poole even talked about when he worked for who do you work for before? Vice. 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 When Vice. he worked for Vice, Vice called up Twitter and paid them to get all their employees check marked. Mm-hmm. So this is like something we've all known was happening. Yep. He's just mad that, uh, you know, he's got to ask his company for an eight dollar a month stipend now yeah. instead of. <laughs> Like it's just I, I'll pay eight dollars so I can have a little check mark so I control the uh, uh, other blue check marks on there. Well, it's like we completely forgot what check marks was originally supposed to be. It was for. just verification was... for the person who uh, said <clears throat> they, they who they were. Mm-hmm. Right, like yeah, you could so... submit like a, a Twitter account called Kleenex and then disparage the brand Kleenex without it being yeah. the real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't say I'm Tom America floats and then just put a bunch of like crazy stuff on Twitter and be like, oh, that's not. Yeah, because who he's this already is. done that himself seven yeah. times and been banned for each <laughs> yeah. and every one. <laughs> but I mean, that's all this eight dollar a month thing is. On top of they said it would, uh, you know, be analytics and stuff like that. I heard someone put it out um, that you can you, know, the- you can change the color when you have when you have Twitter blue. You can change the color of Twitter and you can have it be whatever color you want. You can do that. You can change the color of your check. When I was when I just had Twitter back, like when I was on my honeymoon and I got banned for the umpteenth time again, I was using Twitter blue where I was paying three bucks a month, I think, to have or I was on the trial of it, maybe. And I had orange. Orange was my Twitter and I was going bananas and I'd had like thousands of people follow in a couple hours and then it got nuked. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Hey, unknown depressed uh, Packers fan. Thank you so much for that. And since we are in last call, I'll go ahead and read this one out. It says, it seems like when a GOP is winning, they lose. Just like the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's a depressed Packers fan. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the I feel like we're so used to being on the defensive that we don't know how to win sometimes. True. True. So yeah, Wait, so are you like, saying that Bill Clinton was right when he says that Republicans just want to be mad and angry? Some some people do. I I honestly think some people don't want to win. 
I, I think agree. some people, yeah. Yeah, well, like Paul Ryan, the rhinos don't want to win. They want right. to be That's the fake I mean. opposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's it's like we talked about with uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. You could see who was not excited about it, and those are the people who are looking at, oh, my uh, my funding dollars, my yep. campaign dollars are going to go away. So they don't, yeah, like don't want to win. Fetterman doesn't be... get any more excited about it, but he also is really now excited about the, the demise, demise of, it. of it. The demise yeah. of it, yeah. Fetterman's more excited about the demise of Roe v. Wade than a lot of GOP uh, rhinos <laughs> were. That's for sure. Waffle Salter came in earlier tonight with, uh, speaking to black people, cheers. Speaking $25. of black people. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Waffle Salter. Thank you so much. Um, this one coming in from I Like Salt earlier this evening for $2 says, we are all flawed. Drink and nicotine just as, uh, just as guilty. <laughs> well, I Thank like you. salt as well. Yes. But mostly I like nicotine. And Ocean alcohol. Breeze Salty comes in with $10 earlier tonight. Says, Frank, have you had a your journal lately? I have not, actually. Uh, cheers, all. Uh, woo, white supreme, commie drink tonight, white Russians. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Ocean that's, Breeze Salty. That's Pelosi's favorite drink. They the might, uh, talking about white Russians, they might actually want to stop you from drinking them now because now they're saying that you're not supposed to read Tolstoy or Dostoevsky because they were Russian. And now they, even though they died like 100 years ago, they're responsible for everything Putin's done. And aren't they terrible people? So don't read the greatest novels of all time, like Crime and Punishment. Yeah, of course not. So. And Waffle Salter came in uh, a little bit before 8 o'clock, says, time to drink from the fire hose. Uh, Waffle Salter, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Waffle Salter. Man, yeah. Oh, thank, my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Waffle Salter. Whoa. And I think we should sing Whoa. happy birthday happy to Happy birthday. Right? Yeah, no place the where Wait, wait, wait. Katie Zed has to sing happy birthday like she's Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> oh, For $100? Better. Negative. I, uh, I negative. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Mr. Well, it turns out PJ's got it. PJ's all you, man. Here we go. go. It's all you. No, all right, it's all you. Take it away. All right, so on three, we'll sing together in unison. Okay. All right, all right here we go. One, two, three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. It's not going to work. This is never going to work. No. Hey, hey, Waffle Salter, happy birthday, my, buddy. We appreciate your support. I think my Marilyn Monroe is much better than that. Thank you, Waffle Salter. It was very good. Salter, it, was so it was frighteningly good. Everyone just hesitating, staring at the screen. <laughs> we also had another one come in. Kimberly E.S. You were going to send a super chat. Put a message in there. We want to hear what you have to say. But yeah. thank you so much. Uh, anyway, so thank you so much. And uh, finish that one off there, too. <laughs> yeah, Waffle Salter is the MVP tonight. So, again, tell everyone in the chat should be thanking Waffle Salter for being the uh, the biggest supporter tonight. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope you have a great birthday, Waffle Salter. Yeah, for real. Yeah, absolutely, Waffle Salter. Also, uh, Waffle Salter had one of our greatest memes of the night, too. He did. He did. Do you have that one back up again? Yeah, I'm going to pull that up again. Yeah, so. there you go. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't Gotta followed ins- Waffle Salter over on uh, Twitter, go follow him. He's uh, he has an excellent memes he puts out throughout the week. <laughs> oh, the commie eliminator also sent a super chat saying, "Great show, guys and gals, USA, USA, USA." Re, <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Yeah, we got to You know, I'm very excited about uh, Tuesday night. Uh, we will have Katie Zed back at some point. What time's your time slot, Katie? I Do think nine thirty. I think so. Yeah, I think Katie Zed's with Katie Zed's out with Frankie Rodriguez at nine thirty. So, okay. oh, that'll be like one of the best spots then. I yeah. love Frankie. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah maybe I great. can take my break at that time when Frankie comes in and she can fill in for me. That Funny enough, I probably I probably wouldn't know any of you guys if it wasn't for Frankie Rodriguez. Honestly enough, because it was Frankie is who introduced me to Stephen Ignoramus, and that's how I met Katie Zed and and Frank and all the rest of you guys. So, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Frankie's Frankie's pretty awesome. 
Yeah. So yeah, we got a uh, lineup. Do we have a, a list of uh, guests that we're going to have on? We could. Uh... <sighs> Abby's got it. I could try oh, to name a few. So Abby. we've got. She's busy with her flying lesson. <laughs> we've got Cam Harless coming back. We've got. Uh, I think uh, Radix is coming back on. Um, do we have uh, fake news critic? Yeah, fake look news at, critic. Look at Kimberly ES. She was celebrating. Uh, Frank. She says, "I had my birthday last week. I sent myself to Kauai for a month." Grounded at the beach and officially 61 years young. Well, congratulations yeah. again, Kimberly. Uh, we're happy to hear it. Hope you yeah, have a good time in the, in the, uh, in the islands. Yeah, Kauai is my favorite birthday. island. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, news Wait, it's not now. Epstein Island? What? <laughs> it's Little St. James is her favorite island. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> news Now says, I found all, all of us through KDZ. Oh, nice. Crime fan right there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, here. Awesome. Yeah. By so the way, we, if if you're not a true crime fan, if you're watching right now, your wife probably is. So tell her about my channel. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Kimberly. Yeah, we love having you as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we got big things. We got a few minutes here. We got about four minutes. Uh, we got some big things happening on the channel uh, as we move into the first of the year next year in January. There are going to be. Uh, some things where we're going to go ahead and really solidify the brand of of um, Last American Pubcast. I'm very excited to, in the direction that the channel is heading. And so I'm very excited to, you know, give you guys updates as we go upon that journey together as we continue to make this a place for gathering and having a great time with everybody uh, and the things that you know, we have planned. I think we got some great stuff on tap. I think we have some fantastic ideas from, you know, the pubcasters. So I'm very excited about the direction we're heading in for next year. I know Tom is, and so is PJ and Abby when she gets done with her flying lesson, I'm sure she will. <laughs> well, uh, with that, uh, but you know, it, it's all because of you guys. It's all because of what you guys have uh, shown to support, you know, whether it's uh, liking, subscribing, sharing it, or even the monetary way as well. All of that's appreciated. We really do appreciate how you guys support this uh, program, and we thank you. Even on nights where we have to go up against uh, Trump, um, you know, you guys still show up and want to spend time here with us, and that speaks volumes to your guys' uh, commitment and support of this channel. Yeah, and to the credit of the audience as well, if you if you know, not everyone can afford to send a super chat or send anything at all, and we understand that, and we're, we're right there with you. Mm -hmm. So the other thing you can do to help us grow is to just like the videos and the streams that we have and to share them as much as you can. That is a free way to support us. And then maybe one of those other people that see it can help do the same. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And uh, we're trying to put out more uh, shorter videos throughout the week. So if there's parts of the stream that you really like, we'll try to cut those up and then make them a little bit more shareable. I know not everybody has two hours to spend uh, time with us. So we're cutting those up and doing some extra stuff there. So you can like and share those as well. It really helps us out. Good point. Yep. And while we were wrapping up, we got the last minute here. I'm going to give it to Katie to chill her uh, her own channel. So go ahead, awesome. Katie. Awesome. Everyone, please subscribe to my channel. Somebody link it in the chat for me because I, I can't gotcha. multitask. <laughs> awesome. Um, if you don't like true crime, like I said, your wife probably does. So tell her about it. And um, I like to cover stories from a right-leaning perspective. Most of these people who are covering true crime are left-leaning. They're trying to get the criminals out of jail. It's crazy. Kim Kardashian, my next episode is going to be on a guy named Kevin Keith, who Kim Kardashian is trying to get out of jail right now. He's 100% guilty, and I'll tell you why next weekend on Sunday, 4 o'clock. Ooh, yeah. nice tease from Katie's head. <laughs> I yeah. like it. How many uh, subscribers are you at now, Katie? 
I think last I checked, it was 151. So yeah, we'll see if it might be more after. You know what? We have 100 people here right now. 55 now. Yep. Oh, 155. We, we have 100 people here right now. Let's get Katie to 200. That'd be great. I mean, great. we have, uh, Frank, we've we got double that. Frank, yeah. we have double that because we've got 100 people on this side. Oh, let's get Oh, awesome. Yeah. Let's so, do it. Wow. Yeah. We're, you know what? We're going to stream for an extra two minutes. Extra awesome. two minutes. So that everyone watching to, has yeah. an opportunity to go do two things. Like, share, subscribe, grab links in the description below. Help us all grow. Yeah. And go to Katie Zed's channel so you can help grow and help follow that on YouTube. What is it called? Katie Zed. There it is. That's yep. it. And put the link <laughs> yeah. back in the uh, description. Or yep, I'll the, drop uh, it one more again. time. It yeah, just, do it just, one more time there. Yeah, YouTube yeah, slash Katie Zed, whatever the regular YouTube slash Katie Zed is. <laughs> yep, we'll yep. go to 902. So we got two more minutes. So we want you guys to go over there and help support one of our favorite guests who, you know, got a last minute phone call from PJ <laughs> says, hey, <laughs> could you fill in tonight? And I'm like, Katie hey, been, I got no life. Yes, of course I can. Katie Zed has been my absolute favorite go-to of, I need a guest. Because not only does she come every time and does an absolute killer job with everything she does, but she's just she's just a lot of fun to have around. And she's always, uh, oh. you know, puts Aww. puts in the work. So I've, no, I've said this. I said this to Frank earlier on um, Wartime Propaganda. You're my number one return guest for a reason because I just love having you on. So. It's well, always, it's I'm always a first pleasure. and foremost a fan of this show, so I love having the opportunity to interact with you guys, not just in the chat, but in real life. So I appreciate it so much, um, and I'm a fan of all of you. So I, I'm fangirling out right now, just being yeah. on the show with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, so talking real quick, since you were teasing that uh, Kim Kardashian thing, we talked mm-hmm. about this a little bit. Kim Kardashian's got a history of... Like KK names as well on top of it, like Kevin Keith and who's Kevin Cooper, um, Julius Jones. It's illiterated names. She likes to keep illiterated names, uh, murderers, mostly of African-American descent out of prison (laughs) for some reason. And every time I look into one of these cases, I find out they're 100 percent guilty. Uh, This um, just like following her father's footprints. Absolutely. Yeah, it all right. started with OJ. It all started with OJ. But we got the, 20 seconds, guys. Make them count. 20 seconds. Let's Adnan Saeed was just released from prison. Yeah. Uh, we should be concerned about this because he 100% killed uh, that young girl in 2001, 1999, whenever. Do you have to say allegedly or no? No, he d- 100% did it. I've looked into the evidence. Oh, okay. He did it. Okay. <laughs> so he can't oh. sue you for saying that right now. He probably can, but he's about to sue the city of Baltimore, even though he's a murderer. For $1 trillion? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everyone. We do. I know uh, Katie Zed appreciates all the new subscribers. Hopefully, we got her near 200. I um, hope so. Yeah. yeah thank let's you push guys it. so much. Um, and, you know, we'll see you guys Tuesday. Tuesday. Don't forget to come back here Tuesday at 630. 6.30 p.m. We will be here and we will have one of our favorites who are in the, in the chat that likes watching the show. We'll have Real Truth Cactus joining us for the first half hour. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, awesome. So that will be exciting. Uh, so come back and join us to, for election night coverage. Uh, I will be bringing a little bottle of champagne uh, into the studio that night to help celebrate, wow. hopefully, a fantastic red tsunami and to bring an extra cup for all the salty tears we'll be drinking up from the mainstream media along with the Democrats who will all be claiming the election was stolen. Yeah, and that means for for the people that are listening to this who would be watching a float show, the live stream that I do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, who you'd be typically watching then, it'll just be that. So we'll be doing that on Tuesday instead. Awesome. So until Tuesday night, I hope you guys go out. Don't forget to go vote Tuesday. Go vote. 
If you have not done so already, go in person, take a friend, take a family member, go vote, read all the way down. Let's time to you know let our voices be heard, and we should go ahead and exercise that right. Um, and for all of, uh, all of the hosts here tonight, for uh, for Tom and PJ and Katie, I say thank you. I hope to see you guys on Tuesday. And until then, I hope you guys have a great great evening. Don't forget to take your tip your waitress and your waiter. We'll see you guys next or on Tuesday. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get out of here.